and welcome to the Well Read Dames podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Susie. I'm Alicia. And today we are here to talk to you about The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. Yay! Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm obsessed with this series, full disclosure, and I love it so much. Um, so I've read it now twice, the whole series, and I'm actually almost halfway through the first book again because I... <laughs> I attempted to read it another time, <laughs> even though I just finished the entire series two weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, I'll just read the first book again right before book club, and then it'll be like super fresh in my mind. But I only made it like halfway. So I I recommend reading it twice, actually, but I am ready to chat about it. Um, Alicia has also read it twice now. Just the first book. I haven't moved well, into the second one yet. But, but yes, you've read the whole series. I have read the whole series one. And I do recommend reading it because you start to see things a little differently yeah. with a new perspective. So it's pretty good. I'm a newbie. I haven't read them before. This is my first time reading the book. And I am enjoying the journey. I'm still undecided on my thoughts, but I'm enjoying the journey. And there's a lot going on that will impact your thoughts. Right. Yes. I figured. Absolutely. So if you've not read the Cruel Print series, which is technically called the Folk of the Air series. Mm-hmm. I call it the Cruel Prince series Same. because I learned about it on social media. Yeah. Um, but this is your warning that we are going to be talking about all the things. In fact, we're going to only be trying to talk about this book. Uh, <laughs> I managed it today. It was fun. Ah, so extra fresh. I didn't move the second one because I was like, nope, we're going to stop right now. I don't muddle the waters. I technically finished it yesterday and I should have stopped. But I have no chill. I have no book chill. I can't just read a book in that. So I'm halfway, maybe. Yeah. Maybe halfway through the second. Probably not halfway through. But I think I can keep it this one. Like, I feel yeah. like I remember the series for like when I reread it, I was like waiting for things to happen. So I was like, I was actually impressed with how much I remember from reading what two years ago. Yeah, maybe. But I still was like, I'm gonna stop it now so I don't start to be like have my brain migrated yeah. to the next one and the next. It's easy to do. It was one year ago because it was. Mm, no it was technically two years ago it was uh november of 2020 and i only know that because i was in a different book club it was my book pick and i had to wait all year to get to it (laughs) and then i was really scared because it was november and i was like what if this sucked yeah (laughs) and then it was amazing and i read the whole i read three books within a week um because i had days off for thanksgiving and i remember i woke up Thanksgiving Day, it was just me and my husband because it was 2020. Um, and in 2021 was barely different, you know. <laughs> but I woke up, I made us a turkey for two people. I have a tiny turkey, and it's like <laughs> it was almost like a game then, but it was technically a turkey. And I threw it in the oven at like you know, eight or nine in the morning because it didn't need to cook very long. And I just sat down on the couch and just kept reading. I was just I was reading Queen of Nothing at that point, I think, and I was just going. Um, and my husband eventually like woke up and he was like, what are you doing? I was like, leave me alone reading. <laughs> Obviously, this is a great Thanksgiving. I don't have to see any family and I get to read my books. Okay. <laughs> no stress. Just like this. The yeah. food's in the oven doing its thing. I'm over here cuddled up on the couch doing that thing and reading. <laughs> like, this is a what? holiday. Like people talk about holidays. This is a this holiday. Is yeah. This is it. The peak holiday right here. <laughs> on my couch reading. So I'm interrupted. It was great. So yes, it was very good to read it again. Um, and we're going to chat about it. But you know, I'm so excited for Susie's journey because this is her first yes. time reading yeah. it. And I'm 
I desperately want her to love it, but it's okay if she doesn't, but <laughs> I, I love it so much. So should we just get into it? And, sure. and obviously the next book we will be reading on the podcast is The Wicked King, which is book two of this series. So should we just get into it and chat about, first, I think we should talk about our main characters, kind mm-hmm. of. I think that's a good idea. Okay. So we have three sisters. Uh, Vivian, who's the oldest, and then twin sisters, Jude and Karen. Um, and the story kind of starts off with them, like, Jude and Karen are, like, seven, and I think Vivian's nine yeah. years old. And they're having, like, a chill, like, Sunday morning, just, like, mom's cooking lunch. They're all sleepy or whatever. And something big going on. And basically, it starts with um, a man entering the home and ends up killing both their parents in front of them, which turns out to be the mom's ex-husband mm-hmm. and the oldest daughter, Vivi, her actual biological father, mm-hmm. who believed them to have died in a house fire and was obviously grief-stricken to discover this was not the case. You know yeah. what I mean? And in a fit of rage, he uh, killed his wife and her husband and then took all three kids back to fairyland. So mm-hmm. it's kind of where we start the journey off. Yes. I wasn't going to start with that darkness, although that is how the book it's starts. how the book starts. I don't know, guys. I'm and sorry. they're seven years old. The yeah. twins are seven, which mm-hmm. is my daughter's age. Oof. So, Oof. yeah, that that was rough for me because mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say this. Uh, one of my worst nightmares, I have several worst nightmares. One of them specifically is uh, dying and my child trying to wake me up. So when, I think it's Taryn that mm-hmm. like, is like, mommy, that... I had to stop for a moment because I was like, oh, I can't handle this because she's like, my baby. but um, also I hate Taryn, but not at that moment. <laughs> well, I didn't hate her. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> I kind of made her a little bit reading it again just knowing who she is. Like, yeah. Yeah. Taryn's slipping on the she's couch and she's hitting Vivi with her knee. I'm like, of course she is. Of course she is. Of course she's a bitch. Taryn. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they have a dark beginning. Um, and yeah, they get to whatever, Fairyland. Fairy? Yeah. It's called fairy. Yeah. Fairy. I added the one. It's also called Elspice. Yeah. But that's their, their Their king and queen or king and whatever of Elfie. Right. Mm -hmm. But fairy's bigger, right? Like fairy's everything. Fairy's everything. And then there's little. Where they live. And there's King Eldred, who's the fairy king. Yes. Who has like a million kids, which is not enough. No. Which (laughs) he has six kids. I know. I know, but it feels like. But fairy, that is not. Fairy is a lot, but also fairy is like right next to and depending where you're at underneath mm-hmm. of the mortal realm. Right. So they're like right next to each other. So like we learn later that like some people do kind of cross over more often or not. You know what I mean? To visit for fun or to steal humans. Yeah. Um, slightly to steal humans. Usually yeah. to steal the humans. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we do learn that a little bit. So you're like, well, where is this? Is this some like far away place? No, man, it's just like across the way. Yeah. Get yourself a little like it's right like horse and just take a ride. Yeah, good to go. It's um, fun stuff. So, yes, but ahead. we start with these humans. These human girls are kind of our main story. Mm-hmm. Mostly Jude. So yeah, Jude is definitely is the protagonist. Taryn is her twin sister. And if you listen to our last uh, podcast episode about mm-hmm. the ones mm-hmm. of future mm-hmm. witches, where I was like, every time I read a book about sisters, I'm super excited for it. Right. And then the sisters all hate each other and are mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. 
this is kind of a continuation of that. Well, at least she had Vivi. At first, Vivi. I was worried that Vivi was, would go a different direction. But then Vivi was kind of like her ride or die. <laughs> She's yeah. like, you need a human taken out to the, not out, but you need a human taken out of fairy. Oh, I'm there for you. You, exactly. you need me to kidnap my brother and raise him? Sure. So I did love yeah. that she was like the one that would take she the risks. was never. Sure. Like, like, it wasn't no. a question. She'd ask her to be like, oh, oh my God. How could she? Like she would question every step. She'd be like, "How's this going to affect me?" Whereas mm-hmm. it was just like, "We'll deal with the consequences. Let's get you covered." You right. know? And I'm like, "Yes." Taryn soaks. So, <laughs> yes. So Taryn um, in June, and Vivi, Vivi's like, like Susan, she's older by two years, and Vivi kind of stopped going to school, which like she's like a high school dropout of Fairyland. Yeah. You know what I mean? Essentially. <laughs> Um, there's no diplomas, I don't think. There's no need. <laughs> there's no need. I don't understand why. I think it's just to like educate you on the different realms of it and like the political yeah, stuff. Right. Which... Well, there's no need for the gentry. Yes. So the gentry are like the, the kids of court, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, technically, Vivi, Taryn, Jude are all children of the gentry because their father slash adoptive murder. father because they murdered he murdered the real parents <laughs> yeah. um father. father he is the general of the high king right so he insisted that his children even the humans that are the production of his wife's infidelity essentially <laughs> even the human children that are not magical in any way they will be raised alongside the gentry right yeah so, which means they're going to, to school with, like, would be like the Lord and ladies of court, essentially. They don't all have titles, but, you know, they're, they're all, their, their parents are all well-to-do. So how much they need education besides just being educated, I don't know. Maybe there's, there's another school, because there are other schools for people to get, like, that humans sometimes attend, but they're not for the gentry children that are referenced. That's what I was wondering. I couldn't remember if that was a thing, but I will say... I guess from like the gentry kid perspective, like one, are their parents too busy to give them a proper education and to raise them, maybe? And two, like if they are going to eventually step into some role as king, prince, whatever, who knows? Like they should probably know like the actual like political side of things. So they kind of bring in like people even from different courts occasionally to educate on like how that realm is in the unseely or the seely. So I could see. But I don't know if we like schools are like, we do not ever learn what their education is like. No. I think, so like maybe it's not mattering at all. What I what I mean is I don't understand why Jude and Taryn go. Like I get it's because Maddox wants them to. But I st- I feel like it was him almost making a statement on his own way of like, these are my kids one way or another. Like, like after I think the he first... wants them to be recognized in that way, even though like he knows they're not. Like he, he views them kind of well, what else are they going to do? True. You know? Yeah, but after the first five years when she's, they've learned, like, the layout of the, like, I don't know, I just feel like, well, they have, they want to have futures, right? Because this book is about many things, but one of the things I think this series is about is Jude desperately wanted to, wanting to be accepted by the fairyland as, as one of it, right? Because yeah. she's not a part of fairies. She's not magical. They're humans, they're mortals living in, like, a mortal world. And so what, what's next for them? So they're 17 now. The story takes place 10 years after their parents were murdered. Mm-hmm. And they're in what I take as their final year of school. Yeah. <laughs> and they're looking at what's next, finally. Like, what's coming up for them, you know? Yeah. Um, 
and her sister Taryn, you know, they, they both want to be a part of court. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of join court by two main ways, which is one, earning your way into court with some kind of skill um, or, you know, value to the court that the court can use you, mm-hmm. or you can marry into the court. So those are kind of the options. And Taryn has decided to marry into the court. She's kind of made this decision and she tells Jude pretty early into the book, I'm going to marry him. Like, that's it. I'm going to find a hot fairy guy and I'm going to marry him. And then I'm, I'm, then I'm set. Then I can just be like a lady in a house. You know, I mean, it's very similar to like, why did kids go to school? And they were mostly homeschooled with a good governess. You know, the Victorian area, it was the same thing. Like they weren't going to go on jobs, you know? Yeah. But you, they still were like highly educated so that they didn't sound ignorant, even though they were probably ignorant of the world around them outside of their run. So I view it as that. And Jude has no interest in marrying anybody because that didn't really work out for her mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so she wants to earn her way into court. And she's decided she's going to be a knight. That is her new mission. You know, like fuck love and stupid boy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a knight and then no one can hurt me because I'll be protected in my position. Well, all the other courts too have different things. Like the cap court of gaffles, they're like all like drunk and party or goers, and then like well, that's not a real court. Though. Yeah, so like, it's the fake court. But yeah, yeah, like there's like somewhere like more military like Jane, his is more like the military company, which mm-hmm. where she's kind of like I whereas like Rhea, who is more like musical artistic and she's like I would love to be in that one, but I have no time right. for that. So that kind of eliminates that option. So it's like a lot of those, like, where can I fit in best? Mm-hmm. And what am I interested in? So like, Dane's court is what speaks to her the most because she wants to become a, you know, a knight for him. Exactly. And like I mentioned before, like the current king is High King Eldred, and he has six children. He has daughters and sons. So early in the book, we learned that he's going to be giving up his throne. He's going to give up the the kinghood whatever he's going to give up his place amongst the world he's going to abdicate to one of his sons or daughters and they will either be the king or queen of fairy and he gets to choose which one he gives it to and so he has his oldest like balkan who is a dick who (laughs) has the court of gaffles yes you know dane who i think is the second oldest (laughs) who is honorable he's what like a prince is supposed to be um outwardly 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 because He's the third, actually, but yeah. He might be the third, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and then there's Rhea, who's the, the girl, and she's the second any boulders, and she would be, like, Queen Rhea. She got, like, the crown on her head, and she's interested in the arts and stuff. Um, and she's friends with Bibby. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jude and Taryn are kind of in this realm of courts, even though they're, they're outside of it still, they're outside looking in, but they're submerged into this world of royal fairy people, you know? <laughs> And then there's there's like other like there's other I don't remember there's Calia Calia and then there's someone else Carden yeah besides Carden is Elowen Elowen yes yeah. thank you Elowen actually is the second and then yeah is, um, the fourth is probably Rhea mm-hmm. and Calia yeah I love Elowen pretty name such a pretty name. it's very so, pretty but she's like not in it at all and no. she's murdered yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But I can't remember what her role or like what her realm was. That was the music. She didn't really... Oh, I thought she was the music and arts lady. Yeah. Who knows? So yeah, maybe she was. You could have been. So, but those are all kind of like subcourts. Like those are basically the posses of the prince or princesses, right? Like that may someday be the real court if they become king or queen. 
right? Mm -hmm. And then they'll have this cool title of Cure from Yamalve. So it's, you know, kind of all up in the air, but we find out that Jude wants to be a knight, which means she's kind of eyeing either Eldred or Jane's court. And then we find out at a dinner table conversation with her father, who is the general of King Eldred, that Eldred's giving up his crown and gonna abdicate probably to Prince Dane. That's the one that makes sense. He gets to choose which child he gives it to. And the least likely and least deserving child that he has is Prince Carden, mm -hmm. who's Jude's age. Yeah. yeah. And like the sixth, right? He's the sixth. Yeah. So he gets to, well, she gets the pleasure of going to school with Prince Carden and all of his mean little friends um, to pass their time by being arrogant and awful yeah. and just kind of tormenting people for entertainment. He's a bully. He's a bully. Yeah. Well, they all are. They're all the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, unfortunately, a lot of humans aren't viewed in a very respected way. Like they like appreciate what they I can do. Start. They're not respected. Yeah. They're not like yes, they get something brought into like, you know, work as like a blacksmith and things like that, like where they're producing and stuff. Like those people that like not like tripped in to be like a maid or something. Like they have a little bit better standing. So then you get some that make bad trades or bad bargains or get tricked and so then they're like held in the servitude where they're like brainwashed and just like starved and treated horribly but either way like the thought process says we're immortal mm. and you guys die um, and like the only good thing you're good for is to like breed because yeah, our yeah, bloodline is quite thin <laughs> like the fairies people have like a period like once a year for the woman rude to bring that up and put them on blast like that i say. am i am we're obviously that's not the norm for the human ladies i, don't, I think that's Usually amazing monthly. i have that's yeah. a blast that's like but like for them like, to, to try to produce with that like one shot you yeah, know that's so true. they made a comment like one of the queens like like some people because they're gonna live forever but they might have like a kid if they're lucky maybe once every century mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's very unlikely for them to have kids more frequently but like you bring the humans in yeah they're like half but you know what like versus not ever having lineage yeah like that's what they're there for so it's like you know we're not, they're not viewed all that great but in theory one thing that we did learn is that they can live longer lives oh that's what i was gonna bring up that's what it is no no oh that's so that's okay you just you live <laughs> longer okay. than you do in like the mortal realm um, not you don't know the exact time period Gotcha. Okay. So I was going to bring, that's what I was going to bring. So mm -hmm. we find out in the second book that you say ageless and fairy. So then how did they grow? They you grow to maturity and then you stay ageless. Gotcha. Right? Okay. So you don't age past maturity, essentially. Okay. And then in the third book, we find out that you can stay there kind of indefinitely. Oh. But the moment you go back to the mortal world, the mortal realm, all the years come upon you at once. Okay. So if you stayed there, if you if you went to the to fairy when you're 20, and then you stay in fairy for a hundred years, then you'll die. and then you go back to the mortal <laughs> world, you will die. I guess then you'll be 120 very suddenly. Gotcha. But it also kind of made it seem like even still in fairy, you have a shorter lifespan. I don't know. You're it's, still not a mortal. You're not right. a mortal. Like yeah. you might only live to be a hundred, but it's longer than and at a youthful thing versus yeah. like obviously mortal world, you probably wouldn't make it to that, and you definitely wouldn't yeah. be looking like you yeah right you'd be living 100 <laughs> you know yeah. so it's like a little different but it also one thing was also kind of mentioned since we're kind of talking about it is that like 
in theory, the humans don't have all the health issues that you do over the world. Like they don't really have cancer or any of those kind of issues. So it's kind of part of it is like the elements that we deal with here are kind of non-existent there gotcha. for the most part on the, on like the natural level. So that's kind of, kind of another like perk of as well. Stay here and you yeah. don't have to worry about that, you know. But there are dangers. Susie, there's I'm sorry, did you want to say something before? Mm, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> so there are dangers still for humans in here. Mm-hmm. So the girls have had to live amongst this danger since they were seven. Right. And yeah, and she at one point she goes through every like somebody bit off her finger. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a couple other things that she brought up, like before the whole Cardin and Valerian trying to kill her stuff. So drama. <laughs> yeah. The drama. They can be um com- glamoured. Um, mm-hmm. they can be enscrolled into service. Oh, what Oak did to her. Yes. Because yeah, oh my God. If my child because he was like four at that time, right? Yes. Yeah. Like my kid would do that. Yeah. She is she gets pleasure out of that kind of stuff right now. And like I mean, like back then, like I she absolutely that would help. <laughs> He like made her snack herself like repeatedly for hours, and then his mom. What what did she say? She's like his mom was mad at. She thought he she was mad at her for not forgiving her because she was like holding a grudge or something. Right. Remember that? I think she was like yeah. worried that like she was gonna like strike back at him. Yeah. And the fact that she didn't do it already like made her trust her less because she yeah. was like, "Where are you gonna like? Start you know, kind of reminds me of like the um oh." Who's your mother? What's the show? How about your mother? How about your mother? Where like the slap game, oh. where it's like you like hold <laughs> out and you're like, baby. I could give you three, <laughs> or you don't know when they're gonna come. And I think it's like in her mind that's because she's like, she's like, no one's just gonna suddenly be like, haha, okay, you know, like attack him. She has yeah. such a crazy mindset. Yeah, so it's that's a little kid. Process. But like, she also knows that mortals are liars and they can't lie. So let's kind of back this up a little bit, but. Yeah. So, so her, their dad, Maddox, remarried, which is important. So he remarried like three years after they came to Ferry. He married this woman named Oriana, who very quickly had a baby named Oak, who was very sickly. And then was able to see sick, sickly Oak for a little bit. But then he was fine. So he, um, he's their little brother, right? Uh, and yeah, he accidentally, quote unquote, <laughs> Because he didn't understand how it works, glamour Jude when he was a baby and made her slap herself, etc. Right? And fairies aren't like humans in several regards, but like being able to glamour people is one of them. But another is they don't thank each other because everything is like a debt and a bargain, and they can't lie. So Oriana, the new wife of their quote-unquote dad, doesn't trust the human children. She likes them to an extent, but really they're just a pain in her ass uh, because she doesn't understand them. She doesn't like that they can lie. She doesn't know what their motivations are. And in this case, you know, because Jude didn't immediately take retribution on Oak for making her slap herself for hours at a time, she, in her mind, thinks that retribution is just coming later. And so she's always afraid. She's very protective of Oak, the whole book. Mm-hmm. She's very afraid that someone's going to try and hurt Oak, be it Vivi. One time, sorry, one time when they were at dinner or Jude for revenge, you know, she doesn't know it. The only person she probably really trusts her with is Taryn to an extent, but it's because she just doesn't view Taryn as a threat. It's not really anything, you know, saying that Taryn did anything really differently. 
Um, but so Oriana doesn't really like the human children. And she, I mean, she's there for them at times. I was going to say, by the end, I don't know that it, she doesn't like them. Right. She, I actually really like her by the end. Yeah. Because she's just in such a tough position. Yeah. And like, I don't know, thinking back over everything. And again, reading it again would probably bring stuff up too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, she was never really mean. And what we get is Jude's perspective. Mm-hmm. So, like, she thought she was kind of, not, yeah, she didn't hate her or anything. But I don't know. I, I really liked her as a character, actually. Because, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of it was just the fact that, like, from Oriana's perspective, she doesn't understand them. She doesn't know yeah. what she can and can't believe. And she is, like, Maddox, obviously, like, married a human woman and, like, has been around them more over the time. We don't know how much interaction she had with them. So for her, like, there's often times that she's completely, like, made a fool in a way where, like, she does not pick up at all that they're being sarcastic or yeah. that what they said. Like, she takes it in 100% truth. And he's just, like, like, he calls her out, like, Okay, don't be so naive. You know, she's like, oh my god, like she just like genuinely like, can't see it. So I think yeah. for her, it is like fear. She really doesn't know, yeah, what she can and can't believe from them. And she knows that. I mean, she's probably like this too. Just maybe depending yeah. on what she was raised too, like to really hate morals. Maybe she really just doesn't. Well, they, I think they all, yeah, I think even they more all so though, she might be like more like they're the scum of the earth. I'm supposed to <gasps> raise. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I never felt that she felt that way. I, especially at the end, I thought it was just everything was Oaks. That she was just like, my best friend is dead. I, spoiler, but you've read it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all this shit. And like, seems crazy. Gotta protect this kid. So, yes. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, her her whole deal is protecting Oak. Yeah. And she doesn't even know, she's protecting him from everybody. Because she doesn't know who she trusts, and guess what? She gets asthmatic 100%. You know, which she clearly she knows. She should have known. Yeah, she, married, she married him for protection. Um, so, yeah. So, let's kind of talk more about, you know, the girls don't know any of this. And that's why reading this back is so fascinating because there were moments where, you know, things happened, but I read it the first time, I didn't understand the characters motivation for their their reaction or their response and reading again I'm like oh I know why you're saying that (laughs) you have plans um so June and Taryn don't know any of these things so they're just kind of like for a while in this book they're just going to class and because they are mortal and because fairies see them they're just they're kind of in the background if that makes sense they're little wallflowers they try not to stand out because to stand out draws attention and they don't want to draw the attention of the fairy kids yeah um so you know and, and they have to take extra steps for example they wear rowan berries um to keep themselves from being glamoured or in school mm-hmm. um they carry salt and they salt their food to keep them from being poisoned mm-hmm. <laughs> so they do all sorts of they take all sorts of preventative steps to keep themselves safe yeah. in several ways that mortals are in danger when they go into fairyland which is more like this and I thought this is where this book really diverted in many ways from the Court of Thorns and Roses series which yeah. is very mm-hmm. frequently There's compared like, to no rules in that really there's no rules you know and when Feyre first goes to the Fey world in that series mm-hmm. she's afraid to eat the food because she thinks that once she eats the food she'll yeah. be trapped there forever mm-hmm. and you know spoilers if you've not read that you should read it <laughs> this isn't really a huge spoiler 
But the person, Tamlin, at the time is there is like, if you don't eat, you pass out. Like, that's not on me. Like, I gave you food, <laughs> you know? And she originally eats because it's that or starved to death, you know? And she, in that world, she's fine. The food isn't poisoned for humans or anything like that. Uh, but in this fairy world, there's definitely things like fairy fruit, fairy wine, and, and things that if a human eats it, it can have an extreme like, drug effect on them, essentially. Yeah. Um, so they have to be very careful. Uh, but that being said, luckily they've been raised in fairy. So I'm like, if I stumbled in there, I would have no idea of rules. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to find a Roman barrier or what it is, yeah. you know? <laughs> so luckily they've been raised there. So they know all of like how to protect themselves. And that doesn't give them absolute protection in any way, but it, it gives them some protection. Yeah. Um, so it's a dangerous place to live, essentially. Yeah. So you kind of go back to after this first ball where Taryn, tells you she's decided to fall in love and yeah. but she's not going to say with who and she's not going to give really any details besides the fact that she has decided yeah and Judah's like I don't think that's how it works yeah <laughs> <laughs> like have you picked somebody like where are you where's this guy yeah <laughs> um so as they've been at school um Cardin and his crew of meanies which consists of Valerian, who is the worst. Mm-hmm. Nissa, I think. Is that how we say her name? How did they say it in Audible? Uh, I don't remember. I need. I, Nissa? It'll come to me. Nakasia. Nakasia. Because I was like, who's Narcissa? That's true. Okay. Not close enough. No, Nakasia is. Yeah, that's kind of why I went Nakasia because of Nissa, yeah. but like kind of yeah. trying to figure out the correct. Nakasia. Nakasia. Who I think is the second worst. Yeah. Yeah. Although she might no, not be. Locke is Locke the, is the second worst. Yeah. And then there's Her and Locke play Tracy sometimes, like play yeah. Tracy, but yeah, they're both the terrible. Yeah, never. Locke, who was terrible, mm-hmm. um, and he will get to him. Yeah. And then Cardin, who is the prince. So since Cardin is the prince of the fairy world, even though he's the youngest and basically discarded by his own father, um, he still has obviously pull amongst everyone else. Mm-hmm. And he uses that to his advantage to do basically whatever he wants all the time. Mm-hmm. Like any spoiled brat would, you know? And, you know, we learn more about that as we go along. Uh, but so they start, for whatever reason, picking on Jude specifically more. Yeah. So they start like kicking dirt in her food mm-hmm. and pulling her hair and pushing her. Yeah. Um, and she's just kind of fed up with it because, I mean, she wanted to be a knight. She suggested that she be a knight. Her dad, Maddox, was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> he said, let's wait until after the high king transition or high queen transition. Yeah. And then we'll see where we're at. And then we'll decide what you're going to do. Um, but Judah's heart set on this. Yeah. And so when she hears that response, like her, basically all of her hopes and dreams were just dashed. What was, there's a phrase, you're no killer. He says that like throughout the book. And it's funny because the, I don't know. She had a specific way of saying it. She's like, you're no killer. Like, so, <laughs> so like throughout the book, it would just be like, you're no killer. Oh, that's yeah. fine. That's <laughs> I would not read it that way. That's just how he, I don't know. He has like I a brown voice. But like, anyway. Like he's just like, uh, you're no killer. Yeah, yeah, you're no killer. Yeah. It's not too it's not you, babe. Let's try to be that. So her dreams have just been dashed yeah. by her own little father slash murderer, her father, 
And she's like, she's got nothing to live for right now, you know? So when this little prick comes up and starts fucking with her, she's finally like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. You know what? You want to push me, I'll push back. I don't care. And so she starts standing up for herself, which is a wild and crazy idea. Yeah. Um, And immediately draws the attention of Cardin and his crew of meanies. um, And also of Tara, her sister, who immediately is like, stop it. Yeah. You know, she, because Taryn is afraid of them. And other things. And she's like, just do what they want. And then they'll like you. It's fine. It'll be okay. Yeah. It's like, it's not. That's not how it works. That's not how it works with bullies. Like, yeah. if they're going to pick on you, they're going to pick on yeah. you. Yeah. You acting like you're invisible yeah. doesn't just leave, make them leave you alone. Maybe for a brief moment until they receive you and they're like, oh, yeah, let's put that person again. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. So it's going to start like a back and forth. Um, and it escalates quickly. It escalates extremely quickly. Was the river the first thing? Yeah. yeah. They throw them in the river first. Yeah, so I don't even I don't remember how they got them in there. They, they grab them, grab them from like they, they grab them in right. the forest and throw them in. That's right. And yeah. then they're like, if you move, the Nixies will kill you or whatever. <laughs> and I mean, you find out later that apparently they like move really slow and weren't really <laughs> a threat. But right. I mean, still, but that was too much risk, though. Yeah, but that's the first time that Taryn kind of shows her true colors because yeah. what Cardin says something like. Uh, don't help your sister, don't do any word or deed. And I guess I didn't realize that that she, she made that bargain forever, right? Like, I thought it was just for that moment, but then later they bring it up, and I'm like, oh, right. So, um, so yeah, so she gets out and, like, goes and kisses Cardin because he asked her to, and then just walks away. On the cheek, <laughs> On yes. the cheek, yeah, yes. sorry. And, I mean, she does, in that first instance, she does hesitate, I guess, a little bit, and, like, you does Jude her, like, is, like, you can go. It's just like the protector. Because June knows they can lie. Yeah. Right? They can lie their way through this. Yeah. You know? She, you know, the fairy can't lie, but Taryn can say, yeah, I forsake you, but not mean it. Yes, but there's also, like, weird oaths and stuff. Yeah, but she didn't make an oath. She Mm -hmm. definitely didn't make an oath, and she could have forsake that oath, but she did not. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so the, the river is kind of the really first time because Jude's afraid that they're going to drown, yeah. that they're going to be drowned and whatever. Um, <laughs> and then the tournament is pretty soon after that. Um, oh, <laughs> if you guys hear Sophie in the background, she's just dog. She's, she's got said, opinions. <laughs> she said, oh. Mm-hmm. So, so the tournament is kind of where Jude was hoping to kind of display her skills and get picked for knighthood. And you have to wear a green sash to be uh, available, eligible, eligible, that's the word, for knighthood, right? So because of her dad saying no, she's not able to wear the green sash, but Cardin and her have been going back and forth because she's suddenly defying the Prince of Fairy for some reason, and he doesn't understand that at all. And he's, he's told her even with, you know, the river thing, just give up. He tells her in the river, just give up. And Jude says, never. Yeah. And he really hates this. Um, <laughs> because doesn't she know who he is? Yeah. <laughs> and so they're both in the tournament. And the first, you know, and, and Taryn's they're Taryn's having a fight with Jude at this point because she doesn't understand why Jude won't stop. Yeah. Why Jude won't just back down, why Jude's still competing in the tournament when yeah. she doesn't even have a chance at knighthood. You know, why doesn't she just quit the tournament? So Taryn just doesn't understand Jude either at all. Um, and Jude is basically like, 
this is my life and I'm going to do what I want. It's kind of where she's landed with everything. Um, So they do the tournament and they get in a huge, like the first round, she kind of plays it cool per Taryn's wishes. And then I don't, uh, Cardin comes up to her. I was like, I don't remember what sets her off. And I just read this part. Cardin comes up to her and basically says that, you know, her, her sister will do anything to please them because she wants to be like one of them. Yeah. And he's like, I could probably even go roll in the grass with her and green her gown. And he was like, not that I would be the first to green gown her. Yeah. Which means sex, you mm-hmm. guys. And yeah. also fairies can't lie, which means he at least believes what he's saying is true. Yes. yes. This infuriates you to no end. And then she kicks their literal asses during the tournament which doesn't go well for after the tournament when Cardin tries to make her beg him for forgiveness and she once again tells him to shove it yeah. <laughs> in front of everyone oh mm-hmm. so good he's never been treated to treated like this like no one's ever stood up to him yeah. um he's so confused <laughs> well and like she phrased it so well she was like looking him directly in the eyes like no fear no backing down like yeah I loved it yeah He's like, don't you understand? I'm powerful. She's like, don't you understand? I don't fucking care. And he's like, oh my God. Well, she even says, like, I've made myself small and like lived less for you to feel better about yourself. I'm not doing anymore. And I think he's like, oh my God. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> she knows all she's trash. He's also like, oh damn, that was her living small. Damn, damn, damn. She kicked my ass when she was trying to pretend <laughs> this isn't good. So yeah, so that kind of escalates a little bit. Um, and then after that, she goes home and she gets a visit from Prince Dane. Yeah. Susie, do you want to talk about Prince Dane? Um, sure. I'm trying to remember what happens in this meeting. So the geese. The what? The geese. Do they say it weird in novel? It's different than that. The guys. The guys. The gesh. The oh. Gesh. It's the Gesh. That's why I was like, we like what are you telling me? It's spelled like G-E-I-S. It's spelled like Gesh. They say Gesh. They call it the Gesh. But anyway, sure so they, somebody, the servant brings her in and she's like, weird. Um, and he asks her, was she having problems with one of his siblings? Because she's got like bruises or something. And she's like, nope. And he's like, it's cool to see you back. <laughs> and basically he's like, you want to be my spy and she's like uh not really what I wanted from this because I wanted to be a knight and I sure so <laughs> so basically she says yes um and I that's, well I, her stepmom whose name I'm is that Oriana okay she yes 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 Oriana comes in and I was like this is weird <laughs> what's going on right or was that later when the stabby oh, stab maybe that's later. the stabby stab that's the stab stab okay mm-hmm. then I forget how this went. okay so basically just, you got it pretty much all the way so okay. he tells me that he wants her to spy for him yeah because she can lie yeah which is a huge asset and I love that he's like how does your father use this <laughs> and she's like what and he's like interesting <laughs> so he doesn't make use of this at all so he asked her to be her spy and he asked her what she wants in return um, and she lands on, she doesn't want to be enchanted anymore say, because it's dangerous. It's just so dangerous for her. And he, he even says like, uh, did the fruit thing happen already? No, it happens right after. Afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's, oh, he, he even right. says, you know, 
you know, you know, the tricks just carry like salt your food, wear rowan berries, like whatever. And she's like, what about when they toss my salt in the grass and they take off my rowan berries and yeah. then I'm stuck. And he's like, okay, fine. So <laughs> he makes a deal with her that, and puts a, a gesh or a geese, I know I read it on her, uh, which basically says that no one can enchant her except, except for him, which makes some sense, I guess, yeah. but still sucks. So no one can compel her essentially except for him. Well, they didn't say that with the guest. That's the big thing too. It's like it's good, but there's a real drawback. So it's like it kind of sucks because it's like you want it, but like there's a price to pay. Honestly, this price like makes sense for what it is. It does. So it's it's like the fair price for what it is. Like you're working for me, I get to control you if I have to. As fairy bargains go, it's very fair. Yeah, it is. Um, Because yeah, fairy bargains generally have some contingency yeah. so yes yeah, so she then is just like she got this big secret you know um and Taryn's still mad at her mm-hmm. because she fought in the tournament she's not doing anything that Taryn wants and also Locke is kind of paying attention to Jude mm-hmm. like this started a little bit ago yeah. and, and I didn't didn't she see Taryn and Locke have a fight at the fight no <laughs> she sees she sees them she, talking she sees them talking about the tournament Okay. Um, and she doesn't know what they're talking about. Gotcha. Uh, but besides that, you know, like Locke has kind of spoken with her a couple of times and she's kind of like, maybe he isn't, she's thinking maybe he's not all that bad, you yeah. know? And she describes, I think Locke's supposed to be gorgeous and I think he just seems creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, with his fox hair <laughs> and his pointed chin, as pointed as his ears. I don't know chin as pointed as an elf ear like what does that look like is that like a triangle face like i don't know i have like his ears like more actual fox ears but like up here do you know like some of them have like little horns and stuff yeah but he's not one of the green briars true i guess i just that's how i just envisioned it with the fox like, i definitely thought he was hair, like you have like a little bit of like actual toxic, like just the ears, nothing else really foxy about them, just like the hair color and the blue ears. Oh, I didn't get this Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. So, anyway, but apparently it's beautiful. So, she's kind of crushing on Locke, and Taryn is making comments, she doesn't seem to care about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so anyway, so she's now got a goose, and basically the next day, Taryn tells her that. You know, she can't stop Jude from behaving the way she's made. She can't stop Jude from challenging Carden. She can't stop Jude from telling the rest of the gentry fae folk to go fuck themselves. But she doesn't have to watch. And I think this is what she was being talked to about by Carden. Because Carden told her something. Um, yeah. I don't have any evidence. But Carden told her something. And she was upset. And she, she was cries. upset. She cries. And I think it's basically we learn later in the book. Should we just spoil it? Spoils. We do at the very end of the book when she's interrogating him. She asks him. I remember that, but I don't remember the answer. Uh, he basically admits that he told um, Taryn that she was the reason. Yeah. That they were torturing Jude, and That's if it. she just like told Jude to stop, that they would stop, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, yeah, or because like, or she the truth, or something because left Nikasia and Locke told them all that it was Jude he left Nikasia for, which is just... I, I don't think he told... He didn't he say did. a name, but, mm. like, when they assumed Jude, he was like, okay. Uh, like, yeah. he let them believe Led it. them to believe is maybe what I said. Yeah, yeah, because he likes the drama. Yeah. So that's what it was. And so... 
he was mad because he thought that they were picking on the right person when in fact they were picking on the innocent person and you can't just really stop once you start something but yeah but they like, weren't like better to her when they found out no <laughs> no they, they weren't, weren't better they, weren't, they also had made the, the like agreement not to hurt taryn was the agreement on the river like that taryn would get left alone if she went up there and kissed his cheek yeah. and they wouldn't like it would only be Jude's Jude's thinking that she's the cause because she's challenging him. Mm-hmm. And they think that she's the reason that Locke left Kasia for. So yeah. like, but okay. then in fact, they're protecting the person that they hate the most. Yeah, yeah they protect the they're protecting the person that caused their pain. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're torturing the person that took literally nothing to them at all. Yeah. Um yeah. and also they're torturing the person that um will not take their shit. And I think that's interesting because. All of this that's been focused towards Jude actually should have been focused towards Taryn. Yeah, and I don't think that Taryn would have survived. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, but she also wouldn't have challenged anything, so maybe it wouldn't have been as bad. Maybe she would have just taken it. Yeah, Yeah, except she would have died because of Valerian. Like, if Valerian oh, absolutely. But would she have fallen asleep in class? I don't know. Oh. Well, I just mean, like, the tower thing. But yeah. I guess that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, I was thinking that she would be... She definitely... She, he took the Roman berries off of June. Yeah. He would have just, she would have just died. <laughs> she would have just jumped off that one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we can kind of like scribble a little bit forward here. Uh, basically, it gets worse. You know, Jude goes to class. They poison her with fairy fruit. They humiliate and he her. And tra- he almost kills her. Like, he chokes her. Valerian, like, she's looking up at the stars and he stuffs fruit in and then he like chokes her mm-hmm. i think it's cardin that pulls him off but he, he probably would have kept going which is just so crazy to me and the teacher's just like the teacher makes a comment and then gets dismissed and then the teacher yeah. knows like he's not safe enough yeah. to make another card comment against cardin so he just like well you know whatever whatever but the fact that he doesn't tell her parent like it's it's, it's, just, it's weird it's the part i think i, I cringe the most in this book mm-hmm. and made me really upset which well is, the part practically it, sexual assault that's the thing and the i just I really, yeah. I really hate it i'm just reading this it is like, why i don't think i could ever like card it because yeah valerian started it mm-hmm. but then she's like she takes her clothes off because nick Asia tells her to and she's like yeah that's a good idea and then he makes her like crawl to him and he's like this is kind of cool and then Locke stops it that, I mean, I don't know, that that makes me just not ever, I don't want Carter to be redeemed because of like that moment because he didn't help her. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't help, he's not the hero in this moment in any way, mm-hmm. no. but he does help her twice in this moment. He helps her when he pulls Valerian off her while he's choking yeah. her to death. Yeah. And then he pricks her finger when she leaves yeah. her block so that she takes salt. Yeah. So he does help her twice in this moment because if he just let Locke lead her she, away in that state, yeah, what could have happened? And he did that's take true. her away from Nikasia's, who had taken made her take her clothes off. Yeah, that's true. And that's what was next. Right. So he does divert attention away from Nikasia with kiss my foot, which although it's humiliating, it's yeah. humiliating, but it's kissing a foot, you know? It's, yeah, it's gross, if anything. Yeah. Well, unless you have a foot it's just really gross. <laughs> and one thing that's um, interesting, too, in this one, like, that kind of stuns them all a little bit is that she's wearing, like, underwear. Oh, because she went to the mall with... But they don't wear any undergarments. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're all kind of, like, stunned for a second. So he did take that moment to also be like, kiss my foot, you know, like, to remove from, like, then be like, take this off, you know, right. which morals are okay. modest, they are not, but still... They know morals are modest, so like 
And so once again, he's not the hero in this no. moment, yeah. but he does, I think, twice stop things from getting worse yeah. Yeah, for right. her while maintaining his air of being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and pretending, trying to pretend he's in power in this situation. Well, yeah. When I think he is kind of afraid of Nikasia and Valerian and Locke, just like everyone else is. Yeah. Um, and so after, you know, Locke steps in, and I think Locke plays the hero mm-hmm. in this moment. But he's, he's not, not at all. No. Like walked through Taryn in the river for one. Yeah. And they already had an arrangement. Yeah. Um Locke is not the hero, but he plays the hero in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like and Cardin has a comment at that time where Locke's like, This is enough. And he's like, Oh, so you're cool with your humiliation, but just not when it involves like kissing my foot. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like now you see the moment to take her away from me again and play the hero against me. Like Cardin saves who Locke is. Yeah. Um, but, and he perks Jude's finger, so that, her thumb, so that she puts it in her mouth and tastes salt, which counteracts the effects of the fairy fruit. Um, and so suddenly Jude essentially sobers up walking away yeah. with Locke in a blanket on her that Locke put on her. And it's like, how are you friends with all of it? Like she just doesn't understand. Yeah. Um, how Locke, who seems to be different, could be friends with Cardin, who's awful, Valerian, who's insane, and Nikasia, who's just a dick. Yeah. You know, she's just the worst. So anyway, but Locke's just like, you know, there's safety in being awful, essentially. It's kind of it's kind of what he says. Like it's it's fun, there's no consequences, and there's safety and everyone being afraid of you. And I would say that that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jude once again kind of and then he asks her if he can see her again Jude. is this the point when he says that he really likes stories yes because mm-hmm. when he said that I was like uh oh yeah <laughs> red flag yeah yeah he tells her that she's a story basically about a, like drama right is literally what that means <laughs> you're a story that's about to unfold and I want to be a part of it yeah that's not a good thing I think he'd already made that comment at the tournament how like she's like a splinter that like gets yeah. under Cardin's skin he's an iron splinter and he made the yeah. comment then too no one no one upset someone like you do yeah or whatever so he's definitely thinking an interest in her at least for the amusement yeah. at this moment minimum and it's of what's to cause drama with Cardin and everyone it's about else. Cardin it's about upsetting Cardin mm-hmm. it's just block his horse there's worse she doesn't see that no because I mean she's because from Jude's perspective block is the only one that's being nice to her yeah, only ones helped her out of these situations too. Perceived to have helped her see. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> From her perspective. Yeah. Later yes. she reflects. <laughs> she reflects later. So anyway, so shortly after that, the next day or so, she falls asleep in class in a tower. And Taryn leaves her there because she promised not to help her by word or deed, even though as Jude reminds her. You can lie, you know. Yeah, we're not fake. <laughs> yeah. Hear me out. Act like you stumble and you hit me, and then I wake yeah. up. Like there were so many ways besides just leave her alone with Valerian on a tower. And when she wakes up, Valerian's taking her rowan berries, not knowing she has this geese slash gish on her. And he just to be fun, he just orders her to jump off the tower because he says mortals are basically born dead. So just yeah. jump off. What does it matter? It doesn't matter um and luckily and Jude's horrified by this right like the day before before the prison with fairy fruit uh Nikesha slapped her yeah in front of everybody and she was surprised because they play these games of you know being dicks and then they get yeah they get like 
tortured later, like when they get thrown in the river, but no one's watching them. There's no witness. And Cardin is mad and Akisha. Yeah, he was not happy with her slapping Jew, right? And so she's, you know, she's shocked when Valerian tells her to kill herself, basically, because she's like, this, we're not playing a game anymore. Like, you just asked me to kill myself. And if I wasn't immune to your enchantment, I would fall for it and I would die. And that's where if she had been Taryn, who this yeah. is directed mm-hmm. towards, you know, she would be dead. But Jude would never left Taryn on a tower. I'm just gonna tell you that. No, no she, she would not have. <sighs> so Taryn. So anyway, so Jude instead gets away from Valerian and stabs him with her iron knife. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Go not Jude. a fatal wound, a little bit of a ooh, that really hurts. She yeah. thinks about doing a fatal wound. She just does just it. holds back. Yeah. yeah. She and, says something. Yeah. And she's also never physically hurt someone like this before. So she's very freaked out. So she leaves. She gets, she finds Taryn and turns like, what's happening? And as she walks away, she's blood on her hands. And Cardin like looks at her alarmed. And she's like, this is what I can do to you. And he's like, holy shit, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell is happening here? Oh, because she thought Cardin set him up for it. Yeah. And I yeah. think she even said something like it didn't work or like something yeah. that he was like, Kern has no idea that yeah. Valerian's doing this. He's, yeah. he's lost control of his little group of villains, yeah. you know? And so he sees her walking out with Valerian's blood on her hands. He's like, what in the hell's going on? <laughs> you know? Um, and so, yeah. And then later, I'll just get to it. Valerian climbs in her window mm-hmm. and tries to kill her again. We'll get to this, but it doesn't matter. Um, there's a party in the middle. In the middle, there's a party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Between the attempted murder and then the attempted murder again, Judy sends a party with Locke. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. They, yeah. She, so he takes her to his house mm-hmm. and he's like, I have no parents. Here's why. And he talks to her about her mom, his mom mm-hmm. dying. Mm-hmm. Did he know she was pregnant? I don't think. No. Okay. Okay. So he didn't know. So anyway, we hear that whole story and then stay for this party with these horrible people. Oh. And like, that, I don't, I don't get that decision. Like, I mean, nothing bad happened, yeah. but I just, I don't really understand her decision to stay. Um, so she stays. I feel like part of it, and this is stupid, part of my frustration with Jude yeah. in this moment is like, and I get it, is that she's a teenage girl with like hormones. That. And yeah. she doesn't want to be like, because they're macking she wants to be cool. Yeah, they're making out on the yeah. balcony. He's like, stay. Which, you know, on every teen movie, there's like the stay for my party. Yeah. Oh my God, I don't care. And he's like, the rules, you know? And then they like, oh, like they either do and then it's like, cool, or they don't. And they're like, you're a loser. Yeah. So I feel like that moment of like, be the cool girl, break the rules, you yeah. know, like, yeah. Defy, like she's defying everything. So, like, why not break these rules of like, not? turn it to dinner even though she knows it's dumb she yeah. does it anyway and thankfully it works out okay for her but like it could have gone horribly wrong in that moment and i don't even know if valerian intends that i don't remember. he doesn't he was not there yeah it was just nikasia yeah. and then Cardin was making out with some girls and then other people yeah. were there. it wasn't just the four of them like yeah. it was like other people would play music and there's food hosted but it was like a lot of just other like gentry kind of ish kids and people That's but right. um yeah and she stays the night there. Yeah. But they don't do anything. No, they just make out that. Yeah. They make out. And Carmen is watching her the whole night, I will say. Oh, yeah. He's watching her through like two women like kissing on him. Yeah. He's like direct Staring eye contact, which is like Loki kind of creepy. He's like, 
I don't know how I feel about you like watching me so intently. Yeah. What is happening? Oh, also, she wears Locke's mother's dead mother's dress, uh-huh. which is like interesting to me because one, like when they open the room up, it, it, you can see like it's like dust, like thick layer of dust covering the entire suite. Yeah. But there's like two sets of footprints to the closet. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she's a third set to the closet and like all most of the dresses wall you could tell were very elegant uh because she was you know um a consort mm-hmm. so she yeah. had nice things but like most of them had like moth eaten you know they're like it's been 10 years or so yeah. you know or so i don't know like seven years because it's, it's a long time for you know moths to destroy things yeah so she just put on one like green really pretty dress and she discovers a golden acorn this is important. in the dress because she puts her knife in there too and when she does wake up in the morning, when she like changes out of back into her tunic or whatever she was wearing, she keeps the acorn with her neck. A little yeah. keepsake. A little keepsake mm-hmm. for the night to remember, as she says. Yeah, so she's, she's, teenage. she's full on romance and hard to flock in her mind yeah. at this point. Right. And to Alicia's point with footprints, did he just do this before with someone else? Mm-hmm. Is he- I did not remember that detail at all. She brought that one up to me yesterday, and I was like, so, so, yes, so then I don't think it's that night, maybe the next night, doesn't seem to really matter much. Valerian climbs in her window. Oh, no, it does matter, because Prince Dane does this again. Uh, Yes. But doesn't he get mad at her? She thinks it's about the girl stealing the girl yeah she gets her first assignment you're right she gets this because this is where i stopped reading before i came over here today you're right yeah uh she gets her first assignment to go to uh spy yeah mm-hmm. right and the assignment is to go to hollow hall is that yeah. hollow hall yeah um yeah go to hollow hall which is where prince falcon lives and find a secret find treason is what they yeah. say uh so she goes searching because part of being a spy is keeping Prince Dane safe, which means unfoiling plots beforehand that might impact him or whatever, or especially anything that will prevent him from coming to power, opposed to anyone else from coming to power during this transition. So she sneaks in as a servant and she goes in and there's all these unscrolled humans that are just a hot mess. And sorcelled is how they say it. I love that word so much. That's actually where that is unscrolled. So there it looks like it's scrolled in the book. It's the word scrolled within in front of it. So they're ensorcelled. Ensorcelled. So essentially <laughs> the brainwashed, y'all. Yeah. So these are all humans that have made an, an unfortunate bargain with Falcon and now have found themselves in brainwashed servitude around his manor. So she's she's trying her best to blend in with them, although you know they all have like vacant stares and like sullen eyes and like chap lips and things just real gross and yeah. she just wearing a dress that says servant so she's trying her best to stay in a part so she goes into a room she finds a note about um from queen orla we should bring up um mm-hmm. she's nikesha's mother um she comes into play more later in the story after book one i will say mm-hmm. because she's the queen of the undersea so as much as there's like the king of Elfheim and then what passes to whoever daughter, son, you know, would be the king or queen of Elfheim, there's one queen of the undersea and it's, it's Queen Orla. And she has essentially done what Eldred has not done yet, which is that she has gotten everybody in the undersea. She conquested 
that whole damn place. Yeah. There are no other ports. Yeah. It's just her. And that's Nikesha's mommy. Yeah. Um, so it's a letter from Nikita, from Queen Orla to Balkan saying she, she knows the who got the washer mushroom. Um, and that's basically it. So she doesn't know what this means, but blusher mushroom is a poison. Mm -hmm. So she assumes it means that someone's going to poison Prince Dane. Yeah. That's her fear. So she copies this note down, uh, makes a copy of it, um, tries to leave everything else undisturbed. And as she's trying to get out, isn't this is when yeah, they come when, in and it's yeah, yes. Cardin and Bill can come into the scene. Yes. This is when Cardin comes in with Falcon, his older brother was taking him in and she sees Cardin get beaten by a human servant who's in sorcery. Yeah. <laughs> who is in sorcery <laughs> uh, because he won't kill the human, right? She, he tells him to kill the human with a sword and he won't do it because he says his one redeeming quality is that he's not a killer. <laughs> so he will not be a killer. So, um, so instead he gets beaten by the human servant. So Margaret. Is it Margaret? Man. Oh, it's a man. Mm -hmm. So, yikes. So she just sits there when she's like, I would think that watching Prince Cardin get beaten would be delightful. Like this, yeah. I would think this is merriment for me. Yeah. Time to be laughing. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, Jude is surprised that she feels something completely different that she doesn't really want to focus on yeah. watching him get beaten. Um, probably pity a little bit, you know? Um, because she this is not the true life that she imagined Cardin had outside of class, you know. Um, also she found herself in his bedroom. I think that's when the beating happens on accident, and she stole his book. It was before the beating. It was before, yeah. yeah. It was she stole the Alice in Wonderland book. Yeah. Yes, because Cardin has a book of Alice in Wonderland, and she's just surprised that he would have this book in general, but also it is a mortal book that she hasn't gotten to read in years. Um, but her mom was rude to her. Yeah, so she steals it. Yeah. Which I think when she first stole it, she didn't realize it was his, his room she until she like saw those and she's like, oh shit. Yeah. But she still kept it. She was like, well, I'm gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna put this back. <laughs> yeah. So, but then she goes back a second time mm -hmm. to Hollow Hall because yeah. um, she thinks that she needs to get more evidence about some other things that she learns. Yeah. Well, yeah, because doesn't she go back because she's like wait i don't think this means he's going to get poisoned yeah she thinks something else is going on she's looking for other evidence yeah. of like like something it, else going on against dane or yeah she, she, yeah she, she doesn't thinks, connect it yet to what it really is yeah right? so she's trying she to find more stuff and she finds nothing right yeah. and then impulsively decides she is going to free a human server girl named Sophie that she happened to follow the first time Oops. by like shoving salt in her mouth which breaks her of her she didn't think it's a yeah it really in scroll makes more sense to me because I think of like scroll as like a legal binding document you scroll you get it and then, like, they're in scroll like you're in legality with me like i made a trade that's how i anyway hey guys for years i thought her name was hermione i did not know her name was hermione oh I this is why hermione. i like audible yes. <laughs> i also had no idea it was hermione no yeah. one knew it was hermione, hermione in america we didn't know that was true. a name anyway, that's not a true. name <laughs> sure isn't but anywho anyway. so um so she decides to free her of this but can you like 
Well, it's kind of just a bad idea. Like it was the worst thing she could possibly. You're do. going back. Terrible. Idea. It's terrible. To a place that you stuck into the first time. Yeah. Which was already risky enough to get in and get out. Mm-hmm. You could still get recognized. You also know that Carden lives there. Like in addition to Malcolm, who still could recognize you in theory. You don't know if he will if he won't. Like yeah. maybe, maybe not. So like, and there's just like so many risks there. For what reward? You also were not tasked by Dane no. or anyone. The secret people to do this. You just yeah. went on your own to go do it, which yeah, is like what you're like, told not to do. If you want to do that, go home, mm-hmm. come up with a plan, and it can't just be so Like yeah. you're gonna have to do this whole big thing, right. like a underground thing. Mm-hmm. This was dumb, and I hated it. So she thankfully <laughs> is able to get Sophie, who's like crying, Who did not want this, and like trying to scream and bite all of us. She's able to be like, "Don't cry," or whatever she says kill you or whatever she, she does has. threaten her i think she yeah. threatens her in some manner to stop her tears yeah. to get her shit together which then she flashes her horrifying like smile on yeah. which is what they all look like it i guess yeah. and gets her out of there somehow she um, tells the guards that they're going to prince Carden. caspian yeah that's the one yeah. <laughs> caspian's not it um yeah going to prince Carden, and he's like okay but he has to bring you back this time mm-hmm. so Part of me wonders if he doesn't help people escape. I don't know. Obviously, they're saying he killed them, but whatever. We know he didn't because he's not a murderer. No, like, but anyway, they walk out <laughs> and um, he's there <laughs> with yes. Nick Asia. Risk again. <laughs> yeah. So they're like trying to book it, but not fast. <laughs> to you know, the like, forest. Draw, like the princess in the forging of the yeah. idea. Because if they run, then they're running. It's obvious. Yeah. And social people don't run. Yeah. They move slowly and do the tasks yeah. they've been given. Why would they break, like, run? Yeah, they don't do that. But Carmen does seem to see them mm-hmm. and doesn't do anything. Okay. She feels I guess like Carmen sees them, but yeah. he doesn't stop them. Yeah, she's like, he looks in their direction. Yeah. And then she's like, well, he just didn't write but she did kind of look down at that moment with her. Jude, we saw you. <laughs> but, like, we know you know it's just true yeah yeah so, so did she find his school book she did well that book. is that happened in between this so really she gives her sister um she did see his school books and stuff but she gives taryn the alice in wonderland book mm-hmm. and while she's looking through it a piece of paper oh. slides out where she then like casually cuts into the yeah. pillow and she's like and she opens it up later when she's alone and sees her name scratched all the way through like some points it like and rips through the like, paper just like she's oh like he God. was so mad and i'm like is that anger no, no, no. Is that anger well, are there stains on that that you don't touch <laughs> but it's funny in that point because literally i'm assuming it's like a page of the name june Sorry, I missed yeah it's, i'm sure it is <laughs> but the the lady the audible lady uh-huh. person reading it like yells june at me for like a minute straight <laughs> and she like makes it change and intensely she did a great job but it was very uncomfortable and i was like i don't i don't know hold on i want to get the book okay yeah uh it's just written in the same font (laughs) it was just literally i was getting so uncomfortable i was like when is this gonna stop and like she kept changing intensities which was fine that's what she should do 
but it was like I don't think that's anger because I, think, you know, she, because I didn't even read it like I read a couple and I was like like yeah, you get a page I'm like okay yeah. but like <laughs> Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Oh, and in the picture, there's even like blocks. Real gross. Are we sure though? (laughs) Also, yeah, she literally read every one of those. <laughs> I mean, fun There's a lot of pages. Yeah, or a lot of shoes. So he thinks about her a lot. He, he thinks does. on her. She's she on top of his mind. So uh, I'm just going to say, without confirmation from Holly Black, the other, he, he saw her. So he probably did. And he doesn't stop her. I don't think it's ever brought up, but yeah. It's, um, so in between this previous, so she gets her, Sophie. Sophie. And she brings her home. Like, what do you do? Like, now she's just kidnapped this girl. Yeah. And she has to get her to the mortal land. Yeah. But she and this kid is freaking out. Oh, she she's having a break. Fucked up. up. Yeah. She was not aware. Like Falcon like posed as like a caterer or something. Yeah, burning man. Burning. Yeah. Man. He was like, hey, do you want to make some money? Go into that tent, serve some food. Don't eat any of it because then you'll be We're my servant forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, that's so funny. And then she went in and made whatever right because so, it's like one of those things like don't do this you're like, yeah kind of thing like yeah it'll work for everyone but works for enough people that yeah yeah so oopsies <laughs> so she didn't know that fairy was real she didn't know that there is an elf land with kings and potential queens and yeah. the undersea like she doesn't know and you remember everything right when you wake up yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. like being like you can't move but you're you're aware yeah. of what's happening and she's seen things and Lord knows what he's done to her. You know, like she is traumatized. Yeah. And so she is trying to cope with all of that. And Jude's just helping, trying to help her to get together so that they keep it together so that they can get her home. And so luckily she gets home and, you know, Vivi, Vivi is there luckily. Yeah. And she's like, listen, you go downstairs and you pretend you've just been here all night. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll get her out of here. And Jude's like, no, I have to go. If she sees you, she'll freak out. I think yeah. that was correct. Because, yeah, I think she would have. Yeah, unless she glamoured herself to look human. Like, that was yeah. not going to work. Um, so they they get on the ragwort steeds for, like, magical ponies that can fly. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get on those. And as they were walking, you know, Sophie seems to kind of calm down. And she keeps picking up, like, little rocks as they're going. Did she know that they were going to go above water? I mean, I guess maybe she did. I don't know. I, they looked over the cliff's edge to show okay, her where okay. the, the right. city lights are. Yeah, she was showing her where the So she knew. So she knew there's water, I guess. So she's picking up little stones, and she, for some reason, she does think that's weird. She's like, oh, good, she's coming back to herself. I don't think she's really she paying attention to what she's like, if she's like keeping them or not. Yeah. You know, like it's almost like she's just like, oh, so she's looking at rocks, like, whatever. Maybe that's how she copes. Maybe yeah. normal, normal mortal things. <laughs> so, yeah, so as they're going above the water to the human world, Sophie just jumps yeah. off the edge of the redwood seed and drowns herself. Yep. Which is horrible and messed up and that traumatizes Jude. I would she say weighed herself down with all those rocks in her pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Jude finally realizes what the rocks were for. Yeah. And she realizes that there was no way that she could have helped Sophie and she is miserable. Well, and yeah, and she'd still be alive. We have a mention in the book about like when some people are sent back over. 
that like their members are kind of like cleared a little bit like almost like the magic sometimes away mm -hmm. like oh you had a great time at this party in Cabo yeah. like right. you know like they get like false memories that don't remember but like also none of this was done which obviously Jude can't do it right and Vivian doesn't know nor you know it's not a part of her life either to think of oh I should make this girl like fine like which is not really fair to take her free will away from them but you know what I mean like that's something that they probably occur for other people which is still wrong but I guess at the same time the same like, traumatic treatment I've seen I guess it's better to think you spent like a few years in Kabul living your best damn life versus yeah. like the reality of being a prisoner seeing yeah. some, like people get murdered and shit and lord knows what yeah so like that was part of the other flaw in the plan is that like none of this stuff happened to help her mind yeah not be traumatized yeah Vivian should have blamed her immediately for sure and she didn't know now she does but yeah, she and she does. Vivian makes a comment later where she's just like you can't save mom right you know like and yeah. she's like I wasn't she's like but you were you were yeah. trying to save mom mom's dead already yeah like you, you can't do that like I was a stolen fairy child once before yeah you know what I mean like it is what it is kind of thing so I, I think that definitely made you think because even though she didn't cognizantly think about what she was doing I think she was trying to make up mm -hmm. for that yeah. It was understandable, but so after all of that, I think this is when um Valerian sneaks into her bedroom. But first No first it's Dane comes first, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. The honorable Prince Dane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, it makes me mad that he was so upset about Valerian. Valerian. Yeah. And it <sighs> he is a noble child, which means That's he should something. be protected, but yeah. well I think Valerian's dad. If I'm not mistaken, is part of his like group of people. I don't know. We don't. Like, know I think he's I part know. of it or something. So like that's a problem. Like if you're. But what was she supposed to do? And, like, she would have died. That's what pisses me off. Is mm -hmm. he's like Dane's whole thing. I don't think he's mad that really she stabbed him. Although he is mad that she stabbed him. I think it's more that she played Let herself. Her yeah, for anything other than like a poor like a helpless mortal yeah because the whole point of her being his spy is that no one will suspect her yeah and he was like when you show them that you can fight back they will suspect you, you know what i mean like, yeah, I, under you. I understand from a spy perspective yeah. that logic but what was she supposed to do jump yeah. off the tower because yeah because he was like you shouldn't have let him know that you couldn't be in old or whatever yeah or glamour i think is yeah whatever that he could control you but like what was the choice? What was the choice? Yeah, yeah. I know. I it's like you can like under the spare set of rail and bears like little well, romance in your wrist. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Not that I'm gonna reach kids asking. But yeah. also it's not like she could safely throw herself off the tower right. yeah. and not die or be perfectly like paralyzed or some shit. <laughs> like what kind of to you as a spy that's completely like ruined or done? Um, this is something that we can come back to later. I totally forgot that we also met like the roach, the bottom, and the ghost. Oh, yes. And like she's doing lessons with them and stuff. Yeah. Like, um, I, mean, I just brought that up because I forgot about that. I feel like that's mostly what we need to say. She meets the other quarter shadows. Yes. Um, which is the roast, the roast, the roach, <laughs> the bomb, and the ghost. Yeah. And uh, they each have their own skills. They are each Princeton spies. Mm -hmm. And um, she's now joined the ranks and you're right. They are, um, giving her lessons. She's now poisoning herself every day right. with mithrulism. Yes, mithridism. Oh, mithridatism. 
Miserdatism. Miserdatism. Yeah. Miserdatism. We were all. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the same point where the beginning and the medicinal. It's okay. As pretty as you want to make that word sound, she's taking poison every day. Yeah. Little microdoses. Little microdoses. Boost her body up. Yeah. So she's poisoning herself. Super fun. And that was at Princeton's suggestion. Yeah. So she's going through all the stuff. So when Dane comes to visit her, upset, you know, after he's, you know, met, she's met the ghost of everyone, and he talks to her about Valerian to punish her slash make her proof of loyalty, he makes her stab herself through the hand with a dagger. Yeah. Um, but he's super nice and like glamours her and says, you will miss all the important stuff. <laughs> but you still got to stab your hand. <laughs> unglamored like he wants her to do it yeah and then he looks like slightly shocked that she actually does yeah that. he does seem surprised actually but, but it's like also like the way he phrased it made it seem like that's what he wanted her to do yeah and not just agree like okay we'll do it again like yeah. this was a test yeah she passed the test i don't yeah. know if he just really didn't think she'd go for it or what to quote jude to prince dane this is the least of what i can do Yes. <laughs> yeah. So she stabbed herself through the hand. It hurts really bad. Yeah. And that's when Oriana comes in. Yes. After she has to clean up the blood. Yeah. Is this when she, so she takes her away and like tries to give tea and placate him or whatever. And he's like, no, <laughs> I want to go. Um, is this when she talks to Jude about being the consort and like being careful. Yes, because okay. she thinks that Jude, she can only imagine that Jude is Prince Dane's consort, right? Yeah. She doesn't give it all away at that moment of a, oh, okay. a consort. That's more of the actual ball, but she makes comments okay. about like the dangers of like being with men in the royal like right. tea. Like it's a dangerous game mm-hmm. that she's playing. And she makes a comment too, like, if you ever get with child or something, come to me come first. To me. Promise yeah. me you'll come to me first. Which is kind of like, okay, like we're not doing what you're thinking we're doing. Yeah. But she's also in her mind like, why else is Christine visiting you? Right, why else? What is the other reason he brings yeah. human child outside of maybe wanting to air? You know what I mean? Like in her yeah. mind, like mm-hmm. that's all she has to offer is to yeah. like be a consort, girlfriend, yeah. whatever, like yeah. all that kind of thing. So I get where that's her logic and it's- her fear. And I think she says that one of her friends got poisoned. Yeah. I don't um, remember if it's killed. here, but I don't remember when that happens. Yeah. Probably would be here, but yeah, I, I think that comes up. Yeah. So, yeah. So she tries to warn her, and this just blows Jude's mind because she had no idea Oriana was a consort for King Eldred. Like, mm-hmm. what in the heck? Yeah. You know, like, you, you know, like, yeah. And also, maybe a little bit thrown off that she's even sharing all that with her. Right. Um, which I I don't I just really like Oriana. I hope that she stays. Oh no, you're oh, smiling. No. Okay, good. I'm worried that things oh, no, go you're bad. Smiling. But <laughs> <laughs> I just I think she's one of those characters that again she's complicated mm-hmm. and she doesn't give all of her cards away in the beginning and it like unfolds and I like how it's unfolding. Absolutely. Um, and I really do. I think she cares about the girls, mm-hmm. especially in that moment because she's like the shit girl. This shit can get bad. Yeah, it's big camera. Uh, and I need you to protect yourself. <laughs> so. so then Valerian arrives. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, there's so much ground I have to cover before we get to you. Um, <laughs> after all of this, the spying, the Sophie thing, Prince Dame making her stab herself through her hand. Is she in love with Block? There's so much going on. Yeah, they've been like dilly dallying. They've been dilly dallying. Dally, whatever that's called. 
and like Taryn keeps saying stuff like yo yeah I've got that boy and you'll like him I'm not gonna tell you who it is but I think you'll like him and then this whole time like she knows that they're kissing that Mm -hmm. Jude and Locke are like having a thing and even after the party she was freaked out like why didn't you come home yeah you know she was like what did you do what are you up to and she was like I stayed and she's like there's no way you can just stay the night and not and just kiss and Jude's (laughs) like well that's what I did you know (laughs) (laughs) you're not believing me but okay yeah you know um and I'm like, hey, is that how you got green gowns? Taryn, what's going on over here? <laughs> Speaking of gowns, they all got fancy gowns. Yes. Oh my God, oh, yeah. their gowns. Yes. These were almost, okay, I'm going to talk about Valerian. We're going to talk now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, we can't skip the gowns. I got to yeah. talk about Valerian. So Valerian sneaks in Jude's window drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's drunk and he's mad. He's out for revenge on the mortal guy named Jude. <laughs> and she is not having it. And he tries to attack her, and she's limited options. She can't scream. I think he grabs her throat and she can't even scream. She tries, but she can't do it. Yeah. Uh, but what she can do is stab him to death, which is what she does do. <laughs> she stabs him all the way through. Yeah. And then she shoves him under her bed, as any girl would do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when everyone is gone, she drags his body out through the night and buries him by the staples. I honestly yeah. feel like her dad would have helped her. Don't oh, you think? Yeah. I am not convinced that Maddie doesn't know. He might not. He because might being like what he is, like he's got that thing for blood. Yeah, that's true. And he comes home late that night. That was the thing. Is like it was already noted that like he was coming home late that night. Um, I don't know where Taryn was with that one because she wasn't really alone. Alone, or no, she was alone. She went back up to her room. I think everyone was kind of gone enough that it wasn't, a, I mean, there were guards there, but it wasn't a normal amount of people that would, like, just come into her room and check on her, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, yeah. But on top of it, so she also knows she's limited time because for two nights now she hasn't trained with ghosts, mm-hmm. and she knows he's going to come get her, and he does, Yeah. and they ended up going on a mission where they climb the rafters in the um, palace mm-hmm. and end up looking for a spy that's supposed to be delivering some sort of message to King Eldred that needs to be stopped before it reaches them mm-hmm. and she actually is asked to be the one when she spots it to like kill the spy mm-hmm. and she does mm-hmm. yeah and she also recognizes the spy as her father's spy which mm-hmm. she feels a little guilt towards that but she has successfully killed two people in one night, in one night. Even within like, hours and he's been impressed, like, is this your first time killing before? And she's like, mm-hmm, yeah. And he was just like, I'm impressed. And people throw up, yeah. or like, are shaky. And like, you're really good at this. And she's like, thanks. <laughs> she's like, I threw the body under the bed before you showed up. Yeah. Well, that's right. The body's just cooling right now, yeah. right? And yeah. then, like, she goes back later and buries it. Then yeah. she goes back when everyone's sleeping. And she, like, tosses it over the head. I just am like, you, I know that everyone's sleeping, but just like if you're sleeping, you're some rustling outside. You might just be like, yeah. like look out your window. Like there's servants that are working during the day. I know the, I the night I'm shift, happy. if you will. Like maybe that is a heavy sleeper. He seems like a snore. <laughs> I am just not. I mean, it's never confirmed in the book, but I feel like there's like moments of people like looks at her different that I'm like. I don't think so. I don't think he thinks that she killed Valerian and drove I think he'd be extra proud of. I think he would be. I don't understand why she didn't go to him. He wasn't there. I guess that's why. He wasn't there, but then also admitting that, like, does have consequences versus just denying it. 
I because he can't lie. So they said, "Do you know where my true. son is?" And he'd be like, "In the stables." <laughs> <laughs> Barry, did you kill him? No, my daughter yeah, sure did. True. Yeah. And, and, he, and she purposely protected Valerie's stupid ass after she came home wearing nothing but her underwear that time. Yeah, and she, yeah. she wouldn't tell Maddox who hurt her. Well, because she said he he would kill her. Because she knew that he would still take their heads. Yeah. And she, one, she's like, that's not a solution. And two, she's like, that could just end with Maddox getting killed as well. If he killed Prince Cardin, then yeah, and then Prince Cardin. So, you know, she's, if anything, trying to protect Valerie's stupid ass. Yeah. Um, and instead she has to kill him and then she kills the spy and then the spy the message the spy had said kill the bearer of this message yeah and that's how they know they've kind of gotten duped um and it was from Matic to Balkan it was right? to Balkan yeah okay. yeah yeah so yeah so they know that they've kind of gotten duped on that regard there um a little bit so then the next day the dresses I think show up because we're about to go to the big coronation event is coming up here. Yeah. And they've ordered beautiful dresses for the coronation. Yeah. Coronation. Coronation. Yeah. It's like a month-long like revel afterward, but this is like the biggest night, obviously. It's like yeah. the switching of like the crowns and all that stuff. So yes. it's like a big deal. So that's like the night they have like the prettiest dress. Right. Yeah. But you're gonna be dressing and dancing and feasting for like a month long. Yeah. So it's kind of exhausting. Fun. But yeah, also Tired. a lot yeah they're like get some sleep while you can it's like oh god like you're you can't lie <laughs> how little sleep will i have you guys have no idea what's gonna happen <laughs> so they've all picked out fabric previously in the book um and there was like the most pretty fabric and taryn wanted it for herself even though it was in juice yeah even though it was in juice that's rude so Judah ordered it's still a very pretty dress. Mm -hmm. But when the dresses arrived, like Taryn's dress is gorgeous, everyone's dresses are gorgeous. Judah's dress is a dress she didn't order. And her dress is far grander, I would say, than everyone else. Do we find out who it comes from in the other two books, or is it yes. just yes. that it shows up? Okay. Don't tell me. I no. can guess, but okay. She assumes it's from Prince Dane. Because he had arranged to have those secret pockets. Yeah. Sewn in for like her knives and stuff. Mm -hmm. Which is also very thoughtful. Right. So she imagined this was a dress from the state. Mm -hmm. I, I cannot confirm more than that was <laughs> if that is correct. But it's like white at the top and then it fades down to like navy blue. It has like trees stitched on it mm -hmm. and, it, stars. and stars. And it reminds her of like Locke's mother's dresses. Mm -hmm. It's just that level of grandeur. Yeah. It's far prettier than what she ordered. And it's far prettier than what Taryn has. And Taryn even is like, oh, what the? She's like, that's not your dress. Right. <laughs> and Oriana luckily saves the day. And it's like, it has Jude's name on it, Taryn. So yeah. it's Jude's dress. It's hers. <laughs> like, you can't take this because you want it. It's prettier than yours. Yeah. Sorry, you bitch, back little up. brat. Like, back up. You already stole this fabric and everyone knows it here. Yeah. So, mm. exactly. So, thank you, Oriana, for not stealing that dress. Yeah. Or she sees what happens. That one, that's enough for her. Even if she's naive, she can see yeah. what it is. Well, she knows the women, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she knows that they operate. Yeah. Toxic. So, toxic. Toxic. <laughs> so, yes. So, they let you, should we just get to it? Should mm -hmm. we just get to it? Though? I think that's kind of the last big event before court. Because now, you know, June's pretty freaked out about what will happen to her when Prince Dane finds out she killed Valerian. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't matter at all. About the sentence, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. what about the murder? Are yeah. you really mad? About and she gets cursed. Valerian oh, that's right, with his dying breath. Valerian, you bitch. Yeah. He curses June. He doesn't get to finish it. 
but it's like that she may she always be surrounded in death as her only friend or something may her hands only be red and may death be her only yeah that's it that is enough to terrify a girl. Let me tell you, that's terrifying. Yeah, at this lot. point, you got to go all in. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> My namesake now. <laughs> Maddox, like, you are no killer. And she's like, I killed Valerian and I killed Spy. Uh, now I'm cursed that this is be my future. So I guess I am. I'm going to kill more Can I get a hat here? <laughs> <laughs> right. So we should just say Maddox is a red cap, which is a type of fairy that when they murder, they have a cap that they dip in the blood to keep it as a And it's like their energy. It's like it's something. It's not yeah. just a hat. Yeah. Like it's, it's something. Like for he, yeah. And he has it with him. It's like a virtual Going suit. to the party. He, he does not. have it. It's like his, She's like, oh, it's just his ceremonial garb. Yeah. It's like, not just the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they go to the ceremony and um, they're dancing. She's dancing with Locke. Jude's dancing with Locke. <sighs> And it seems to be going quite well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but then his demeanor changes. Oh, because oh, he starts trying. Yeah. He starts his creepy shit. He starts yeah. being creepy. Like, uh, I mean, the only thing I can really remember him saying is something along the lines of, "Do you love me enough to let me go?" or something. Yeah, like do you love that. me enough to hurt you? Like, yeah. And she says something about hurting. She's like, "I wouldn't like, like, you wouldn't hurt me. I would hurt you harder or something yeah. like that." And he was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she like, was like, "This is weird, and I'm not having it. I don't yeah. know what's happening." <laughs> yeah, she was like, "If you hurt me, I'll hurt you worse." And he was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, and I think Taryn, like, I think they make a point of Taryn watching them. Mm-hmm. She was seen from the distance, and she's not happy. Yeah. Are you looking for the wording? Yeah, no, you can. And then Cardin cuts in, which is one of my favorite parts. Oh, yeah. He cuts in uh, to dance with Jude, which is time very change partners. It's very strange. Yeah, he says, "Time to change partners." Wait, did I steal your line? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. pardon. Uh, do you love me enough to give me up? Isn't that a test of love? He loves oh. testing. He loves so adding about tests of love. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a big thing. Yeah. So Jude's not having it. And she's relieved, if anything, that Cardin has whisked her away from yeah. Locke. But now she's dancing with Cardin. And she's like, oh, it's so much worse. <laughs> Right, like gross. You know? Yeah. Oh, I hate him so much. I hate his beautiful face and his stupid, perfect hair and his eyes and his whole body. Yeah, <laughs> I hate him so much. You know, and he like dances. I don't remember like what he says to her, but it's like very brief. And then he like leaves her on the dance floor. He says like, "Can we start again?" or something like that. Like, oh, he says like, "You really." She, he says, "You really must hate me," and she says, "As much as you hate me," and he's like. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. Hate you so much. I love you. So no, but he's like, oh, I hate you. Damn it. <laughs> so then he like storms off and he like leaves. He doesn't storm off, but he just leaves her there. And she's like, what the fuck was that? Um, and then like everything starts, and she sees her family, like Oriana and Vivi and Oak and. Uh, Taryn in Locke, I think. Yeah, there's like mm-hmm. the area that she's supposed to be the family with the guards for protection, and yeah. she sees Locke and Taryn like holding hands, holding hands, yeah. right together. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. she's like, "What?" The? And then yeah. she's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> right. You so many things are going through her mind. Yeah. So, so much is coming together. Yeah, and so then, understandably, she's just like, "No, I'm not going." Like, who could? Who could in that yeah. moment be like, I'm gonna go sit with my you know? Yeah. Like, we're gonna just stand here uncomfortably in the crowd and watch this, like, 
horror unfold. Well, I didn't know it was going to be horror, but no, she's just like, I can't be here on those fuckers right now. I'm going to probably murder. <laughs> I'm doing another murder. Because this was the night that Taryn is supposed mm-hmm. to get proposed to yeah. by this mystery man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whoever her mystery fairy boyfriend is, he's supposed to propose to her tonight. Mm-hmm. And then Jude sees him standing there holding hands, and suddenly it's like waves crashing in her mind. And she's like, oh my god. I think like, how much god. of a fool have I been made out to be? Right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Taryn. Oof. <laughs> <sighs> so, but before we can focus on that, the coronation site. And it's like really ceremonious and pretty for like a little bit there. Like Prince Dane is chosen. It's all going so well. And like she saw the roach there at one point in the crowds and she saw the roach. So yeah. she knows like the ghost is in the towers, you know, the rafters. And she saw the roaches there amongst the crowd. Um, and so that made her feel a little bit better because at least she has something else going right in her life, I guess. You know? Acceptance. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then um it goes wrong yeah yeah it goes really wrong so before the crown once the crown has left eldred's head but before mm-hmm. the crown is placed upon dane's head he's also released his power in this moment too it's like he has yes. to like remove it from himself before he can like give the crown mm-hmm. yeah yeah she notices like the guards kind of moving formation right a little and bit. her family leaves her family's ushered out the guards change formation she thinks it's just part of the ceremony she doesn't really know why her family left, uh, but she's far away from them, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Falcon challenges Dane. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if he challenges him or if he just stabs him right fucking through. No, he, he doesn't. Yeah, because somebody else stabs him. Yes. But yeah, he challenges him. Um, I don't remember what happens until Maddox comes up and just stabs him. No, yeah. so he... Yeah, he challenges Dane. He's just like, I want to be, you know, king, you know, go ahead and like forsake it or whatever. And he was like, no, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Like, Sorry, I've bro. earned this, yeah. you know. And even King Eldred's like, uh, that's not how this works. I'm choosing him, yeah, not you. Right. Oops. So it's not going to happen. And I thought, hmm, you're right. I think it is actually mad at that. I think he definitely is. Dane. Yeah. Yeah. And all beforehand, I think he kills Elowen. No. Doesn't he try to like make why does he kills a lot? It of might people? be because yeah, the like, Elowen thing is just like a kills, yeah. like he just Found like reaches out. Yeah, he just like yeah. moves it and like slips her throat and falls over. And he was just like, Yeah. He just lost his sister. Like And this is very important, is the fact that all the royal family is on stage except for Cardin. Mm-hmm. Cardin is missing. Um, Jude sees Cardin drunk amongst the crowd of people. Yeah. And I remember she thinks to himself, like, ooh, he's in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, he is just gone. Cardin yeah. has a drinking problem. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's just over there, passed out. And so he's the one on stage. So yeah, I think Ellen is called first. And to kind of force Dane's hand. To force Dane's hand, which yeah. doesn't work. And then Maddox just runs Dane through, and then everyone else just gets killed. Yeah, I think um oh who he is asks it? one Rhea? Rhea. Yeah. Rhea, if, if she'll do it and she agrees to, she's pissed, but she's like, No, I think she, 
Well, one of them says no. I think the one that's Bibby's friend, I, it doesn't matter. One of them says no, and right then now. he kills her. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah, the other one says yes, and then the ghost kills her. Yeah, yeah. Gets, gets, and then everyone's dead. And arrow. And then everyone's dead except for, for Garden. For Falcon, Garden. And Falcon's like, bring me Garden. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the sea was red with blood. Like <laughs> everyone is just dead. Eldred's dead. All the princes. And the princesses are dead except for Carden and Malkin. Yes. Yep. So it's one of those moments too where then we know why the family got ushered out. One, obviously not to see this bloodshed, but two is like once there's like this has gone the wrong way for the flood, right? Mm-hmm. This did not turn out how this was anticipated. This was not the plan. But either way, like when there's no like actual king crowned and like some of the courts have left, but other people like it's getting wild mm-hmm. and like more mayhem is gonna happen. Yeah. And this is not a good place to be immortal. Mm-hmm. So she was like, ah shit, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. She's like crawling on the tables again, trying to like escape because she's like, I have zero protection. Like most of these people aren't even from our court, don't even know who I belong to. Right. Yeah. And also Maddox not here now, he's gone. Like and she doesn't know if her geese works anymore. Yeah. Dane does. Dane yeah. does. She doesn't know if that works anymore. So she's kind of like, hey, get out of here before I get trapped and who knows what else happens. Yeah. And then Cardin finds her. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, this isn't a place for humans. <laughs> she was like, get under the table and no shit. for you. Kirby wanted, like, you need to also keep your head down, sir. So she eventually, like, convinces him to follow her. And with his help, and like another disguise, like her takes her hair down and mm-hmm. gets like steals like a mask, which yeah. he's definitely into that hair down. He's like, yeah, yeah he was into like, it. He's like, like, and she's like, he's like, it's not gonna say it. It's just gonna omit my thoughts. Not gonna yeah. say what I'm thinking, but I'm liking it, dude. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so they get past the guard and she takes him down to the uh, court, of shadows. court of shadows. Because she's like, thankfully, very limited people know where that's at. And yeah. like, that's a decent, safe space to be in this moment of time. And by she takes him there, I mean, at some point, once he gets past the guard, she puts a knife to his throat and tells him that he is her prisoner yeah. because he is now the most valuable thing in fairy. Yeah. I also loved how, like, shocked he was. He was like, it was so just really shocked. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like, he yeah. really was just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then she like ties him up real tight and she's like i'm a spy and he was like yeah what oh shit. yeah yeah <laughs> when she tells him where they are he's like what's wrong with you they're gonna kill you and then she's like it was so satisfying to see him <laughs> her i just picture her like i you can't see what we're doing but no, like the doing, finger that no. she had a cat like a big cat she would be like <laughs> <laughs> stroking <laughs> This is my layer. My big reveal. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty excellent because, like, also he's like so drunk. Yeah. Which I just feel like makes it even more like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Did you notice Valerian was missing? And he's like, yeah, where the fuck is Valerian? Where is that guy? And she's like, he's brought in by Max Stevens because I killed him and murdered him. I buried him tonight. And he's like, what the fuck, dude? What? I love Lady and she's like interrogating him or something. I don't remember at this moment or a little bit later, but she's just like, stop smiling at me. He's like, I smile, but I'm nervous. I smile, yeah. and you're terrifying. <laughs> You just told me you killed my friend. Yeah. You helped me in that point. I'm tied up. 
you're a spy <laughs> and I'm your prisoner. Yeah. And this doesn't look good for me. And my brother just murdered my entire family. <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> I think I just found that so funny. But yeah. Oh, it's so amazing. It's actually on. So yes. And then through this, they kind of have like a moment where because she's like, tell me why this, because she's got him trapped and like tied up and she's questioning him. And she's convinced the roach and the bomb and the ghost. That Cardin is her prisoner and she's yes. going to determine what they do with him and that they can use him mm-hmm. to get money or something because they're all kind of out of they want, they're all out of a job right yeah. like mm-hmm. their whole job was spy for prince dane and prince dane is now dead yeah so they're like okay well whatever and if you can't come up with something we'll just kill them and cut our losses yeah but i feel like they're like this is your problem yeah like, we're not going to take this from you but like we're going to cut and run if this goes sideways well but they were know? also like but we can get stuff out of this too. So oh, yeah. we're in it with you unless it goes bad and yes. then we'll kill him again. <laughs> yeah. They're honest. Yeah. Very honest. Yeah. Appreciate it. Listen. And so, but it's super, it's super fun. So it's not for Carter. But it's for Carter. It is it's because cards. when she leaves, they just like drink and play and cards. Play cards. <laughs> And then she comes back and interrogates him some more and they make out some more. I, I love not she, more, they just do. That was the first time. Yeah. I love when she comes back and she's so mad that everyone's having fun with Cardin. She's, so she's like, you're not supposed to be friends with him. You're yeah. supposed to be friends with me. <laughs> damn it. She's like, stop. What did he promise me? They're like gold, mostly. And she's yeah. like, damn it. <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> I'm cool. He sucks. <laughs> I'm going to take him in the back. And the roach is like, also in that moment, he's like, uh, guys, and he's like, yeah, you're not so much friends like you said you were with him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty hilarious. He got found out. Yeah. And so she's like questioning him about all sorts of things. And it kind of comes out a little bit that he has a bit of a crush upon I wish him. they would have talked more. I feel like they got i was so excited for this like, yes. yes ask him all the questions yes. he can't lie but then like everything gets stopped short i don't know like yeah, i wanted it to go more. so much further um but yeah it how did they end up making out like it's like anger make out it is it's, because it's, he tells her that he likes her he thinks about her much more than he should and it oh, because she asked about the writing, I think, right? Yeah, yes. it disgusts me and I can't stop. Yeah. And then she's like, she gets close to him and she's like, you really do like me. Oh, because he like reacted, yeah. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, oh. He's yeah. like, yeah. And she stole the knife on him, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And then they start making out. Which well, she kind of resists at first. He's just kind of like, and yeah. And it resistance all the way gone. <laughs> and like, yes, this is what I want. Yeah. And and she's like, she's like, I'm doing this to torture him. I'm like, sure you are. Yeah. Sure you're making. Even though you're admitting like this is fire, like you're yeah. like the electricity, <laughs> literally. And you're like, oh damn. You're like, I guess what should I do? She's like, it's okay because I'm torturing. Yeah. And he's like, I love torture. Like this is my torture right here. Yeah. Only torture me later. Don't know. Horrible. We should torture each other on our clothes. I don't know. <laughs> Weird idea. Just throw it out. I love that later on he makes it like a joke when she comes back. He's like, Are we going to make out again? And she's like, What? And they're like both embarrassed. I'm like, Well, that's so funny. She's like, Maybe. I don't know. Stop asking. And she's like, I realized when she had to do that, I kind of like set that precedent. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, Do you still keep it? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worst. Uh, okay. <laughs> as much as you do. 
Um, so yeah, so they like have whatever that moment is. And then she kind of comes up with a plan. She puts things together at this point. She gets the little acorn to open. I don't remember how that happens, but she Yeah, yeah she just does. Yeah. She realizes it's like more than just a decorative piece. And she opens it and it is the last words of Lariope. Lariope? Lariope. Really? Yes. Um, <laughs> of Lariope. Lariope. <laughs> who is Locke's mommy and also Oak's mommy. We're the brothers. Um, but we, yeah, she finds that out from putting the acorn and then she sees the other acorn on uh her mommy yeah, Oriana's <laughs> yeah and then that yeah she puts two and two together that she knew her mushroom. and the blusher mushroom was her the mom um I still have questions about oak because she like cut oak out of the dead friend and then she, but she like was pregnant she was like, fake I'm pregnant so, confused. so he was not he was very early Premature, well, very premature. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, she, I, I'm assuming, must have rushed to get Maddox. Somewhere. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm assuming they obviously knew each other enough. And she, like, they rushed she, to marriage. Yeah. And so they were having a kid, which is very, like, un, like, not common because one, you're getting married, but two, like, you don't get pregnant very fast in Barry. Yeah. She was suddenly, like, being still in, like, the king's concert. Like, oh, we're pregnant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The king should have been best. Maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. We never like, found out. Well, but I don't think way. she was actively a consort. At I think the time. she stopped. She might have. She might have stopped. Either who. Yeah. Either way, like, um, I think she had the baby hidden, and then they were very secretive about it. And Maybe like, she we had be. a baby. And it's very sickly. No one can take a look at it because it was very premature. Mm -hmm. But also, like, you know, by the time I think they allowed people, he looked normal. more normal, but yeah. still like under for him, sickly baby. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of one of those things they just kind of like masked it that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just, in the moment, I was like, I, I don't understand how that happened because like early on, it's implied that the baby was still alive. And yeah. then it's like, I don't get it. And then she's like, I cut it out. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh gruesome. Okay. okay. That's a thing that you can do. Yeah. So anyway. It either works or it doesn't. <laughs> see, here's the one question I have. Um, going way back when the mom, their mom the girls moms yeah. left Matic. Yep. there was a burned body right. with a baby right totally thought it was gonna be this person it's not nope. just so tell me do we ever mortal. find out no no okay we do they do know it was like mortal bones so i think their bones are oh, just different enough you. you know just yeah. a little enough different like in the structure mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so sure. I'm guessing I always have made or something that yeah maybe that or that like what's his face who was over on the moral world like I don't know broke into like a coffin or you know like some um, sort of like cemetery or he yeah. found a, a woman's body and unborn okay. pregnant yeah and burned them in this house that's yeah. adorable I was like she killed someone for sure is what she did to get away yeah it's possible but I honestly thought maybe I guess like stole it on her and just burned them and then that I I was a worried it was this or b hoping it was this because yeah. maybe she somehow helped the baby like this is what I was thinking like as it was unfolding and then I was like that has nothing to do with anything so yeah. that was all a red herring anyway yeah. um so yeah we she comes to the understand I I kind of feel like she puts a little too much together me just because I'm I don't know I wouldn't have come to those conclusions as quickly if she would have. Like, she's like the blusher mushroom 
note is about this, even though that note is from now, and this was from seven years ago. Right. <laughs> and, and like, sure, other people were poisoned by blood mushrooms. And it kind of makes sense, I guess, like, Belkin could have done a lot with that information. Yeah. One, he could have tried to figure out what happened to the baby. Yeah. Um, because that could be another person that could potentially yeah. have the, the crown. Yeah. Or give the crown. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is what which is what Jude finds out. So Jude finds out that her brother is actually Eldred's seventh son. Well, Dane's son. Dane's, you're right, not yeah. Eldred. It's yeah. Dane's but son. But bloodline. But the same bloodline of yeah. Greenbrier. Yeah. So he could not only wear the crown, which is what Maddox yeah. is interested in, uh, but he could, you know, crown Balkan potentially, you yeah. know? So she she doesn't want Balkan to know about this. Because it just puts Oak at risk. Either way, Oak is at risk. If Oak wears the crown, he's at risk because yeah. he's like a child king, you know. And if he gives the crown to someone else, you know, Oak is still at risk because he's kind of important. So, and we, well, and we find out later, but Jane was given a prophecy by somebody that if that child was born, he wouldn't become king. Right. I don't remember if that's now or like, I don't remember when that happens, but right. <laughs> we find that out it's at some point. Yeah. yeah, I think it's mentioned along the same time. Yeah. So yes. So that's why Dane tried to do it. Um, but I also wonder, like, how Jude connected that letter to all of this stuff, but Dane didn't connect it when he was. I don't know. I felt like Dane did. I felt yeah, like Dane he knew he was trying to cover his tracks. Right, maybe he did. Because, because he knows he Amber. He knows exactly. So it said like that they knew like the origin, right. like the location it was from, and the person. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I think he knew that he was leading in the street. He's like, "Oh, I might get poisoned." He's like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. someone found out." Yeah, and then we this baby also scene. find out that it was the ghost <laughs> that did it, yes. and that the roach and the bomb are like, "What?" Right. <laughs> like you kill her. Yeah, and he was like real yeah. sad about that, which I understand. It would be like a really murder or not, but like murdering a woman, especially who's pregnant. Right. Yeah. That's real. Oof, yeah, or a kid, yeah. like that kind of thing would be really hard. I don't care if all the whole hard family you're like, that would be a very and difficult thing, thing to I, touch with the loyalty. Right? I don't I don't view the roach of the ball as cold hearted criminals. No. Um but cold hearted criminals. Yeah. But the ghost city. Um, yeah, okay. He seems to be more like cool with murder. Yeah. Yeah. He's good at it. <laughs> yeah. He's the one that does the murders. <laughs> also he's like and not saying this makes him better, but he's like half mortal. Like his dad was human, his mom was fae. Yeah. I feel like once again, kind of like Jude and Phillips, he has to like, tr- like prove himself more. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like even though like yeah. it's not super uncommon to have fae that are mixed with mortals, obviously, yeah, you're still not like pure blood. Uh-huh. So there's always still kind of that. It seems like a little bit like his ears aren't quite as pointed. You yeah. know, like little things that people will notice about you. So like I don't know, maybe he felt like he needed yeah. to like really. But I love when he found out the secret and that the baby was still alive and he yeah. was like, what? Yes. He, was like, <laughs> like, he felt so relieved. Yeah. Like, oh. <gasps> like, you know those even come up. Yeah. yeah. To some degree. Yeah. So, love opinions on that whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> way. Yeah. So, yes. So, exciting stuff. So, Jude kind of starts her power brokering at this point yeah. with Cardin because she has Cardin and Cardin can crown Bell. Okay, okay. They also made their agreement. Did we talk about that already? For a year and a For day. For a year and a day? Yeah. Did they do that already? They do that before they go trying to eat people. Okay. Yeah. It's like when she, when yeah. she tortures him. Yeah. It's like then, it's like when she kind of makes that agreement that okay. like he will like help her. Obey her for, mm-hmm. she's allowed to command him and he will obey her yeah. for a year and a day. And not a second one. 
Not a second floor. I know that he's not tied up because he makes a flourishy bow when he does it. Yes, no, at that point, like, it's one that she, she wasn't tied up when she did the torture question. Right. Because of him. So her new thing is that she doesn't want, like, Balkan to be king. Obviously, he killed everyone. Mm-hmm. He's also awful. He's terrible. Carden doesn't want that either because he's literally his torturer. So yeah. Loser. Um, and so their plan is to crown Oak with the crown and then whisk Oak away to the mortal world where he'll be raised amongst mortals until a time where he's old enough to come and be able to accept the responsibilities. Yeah, by Vivian, her girlfriend. By, yes, by Vivian and her girlfriend, Heather. We haven't talked about Heather. She's in the books more later. Um, Heather is a mortal that Vivian has fallen in love with uh, because uh, Vivian wants to move to the mortal world and just be mortal. Like, as much as Taryn and Jude want to belong to fairy, Vivian wants to belong to the mortal world. And it's just that. And so she has a mortal girlfriend who has no idea about anything about fairy. And her goal is for them to all just move to the mortal world and live in an abandoned warehouse or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Details are not yet determined, but that's kind of the plan. Um, so anyway, so they need other people to support this plan at like the big ceremony that's going to be coming up. There's like a party mm-hmm. happening, I think, at Hall of Hall. Hall. Yes. Yeah. And uh, everyone has agreed to kind of be at that. And they just need other people to support this plan. So they go to like the Court of Termites um, mm-hmm. and meet with people. They go somewhere else and meet with people. That one doesn't go as well. That one was with the uh, queen, the first queen. Yeah. Not Orla, but the other queen, I don't her name. Yeah. Annette or something like that. She didn't even get past the part. No, she doesn't no. even get past it. was her first attempt and she realized like she focused on like what she would say once she got there, but not how to get there. Yeah. <laughs> she overestimated that. Like she's even admitted that like Taryn's the one with like the words and the ways I'm like kind of like manipulating the social yeah. status and she's not with that. Like, yeah. So she's like ah, <laughs> and she's with Cardin. She and Cardin are together, kind of on like a little adventure. Yeah. And she's commanded them to stay by a tree. He's just there to feed her info. Exactly, to give her information on all these courts and the people. Um, but even he is like, Did you go in like a mortal? Like, <laughs> did you act like you're important? And she's like, No. And he's like, Okay, well, then yeah, no one's going to listen to you, you know? And so they're kind of like having fun in this moment. And she's even like, It's weird to see Cardin laugh. It's like weird to see Cardin be kind of nice. She's like very confused by whoever the hell this is in Cardin's body, you know? <laughs> Cardin's just like, we have a great plan. We make a great team. And she's like, what? <laughs> I think he's kind of having a little bit of fun. He's having yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. He's so. definitely having fun. And yeah. she is like, I don't trust this. And I don't know what to do with this. So yeah. they like, they get the support of the court of termites. Granted, someone else also supports yes Severin and, too right yeah yeah and but I think it's funny because she doesn't tell them the actual plan no she doesn't say who's going to be crowned no. it's clear that they think it's Cardin because they right. think there's nobody else yeah mm-hmm. so she doesn't lie really no, she's just like it. there's just going to be somebody else who didn't kill everybody yeah and they're like great <laughs> <laughs> like we don't really care but he seems to be there you know yeah. <laughs> so yeah so they get to the party I think we can just get to there Mm-hmm. And she arrives with Cardin. They're dressed to the nines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the first time anyone has seen Cardin since the coronation. Oh, and she did run into Maddox earlier because she went home and he was like, hey, if you know. Oh, yeah. And, and Taren, Taren, like she Taren. got in like a duel with Taryn <laughs> over Locke and he's like, he's not worth it. Like he's a piece of shit, basically, is what Maddox says. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as 
fuck-faced hair and leave, she's like, she knows where Cardin is. <laughs> and yeah, Maddox is like, you have to tell me. And, and she's, she's like, no, Dad. <laughs> okay, and then there we can go back. One thing I will say about Taryn, because this comes up more mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. Wiki King. Um, Taryn is now engaged to Locke. Maddox thinks it's a bad match, and he says as much. Mm-hmm. He says that he doesn't think that Locke deserves either of his girls, yeah, and that neither of them should marry Locke. Yeah. Um, and he says that he's definitely not worth fighting with your sister over, um, etc. And Locke straight up told Maddox that he has no desire of being faithful to Taryn whatsoever, but that he will always keep her safe and yeah. try to be a good husband. Yeah. And, and he's like, you know how us they are. I can't stay with one woman. And Maddox's like, I've never seemed to have that problem, yeah. but okay. <laughs> you know, and Taryn at one point earlier, like said to Jude that the Fae don't love like we do. Yeah. And Jude was like, what? Like, that's not exactly the case. Like, mm-hmm. I guess it depends on the fake person, but yeah. they, you know, like <laughs> exactly. they can love like us, but not everyone loves correctly, I guess. Yeah. So Taryn has just accepted that Locke will be like mercurial and cheat on her and whatever, but it's she's willing to take all of it. Um and she, she proved that by just letting her sister. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the and reason Washington. she let all this stuff happen to June was because she promised Locke as a condition of their engagement that she could prove to be like one of the fae. Mm-hmm. And maybe she should have made him prove to be like mortal, you know, mm-hmm. like not being a complete ass. Um, but either way, so that is kind of where that relationship is for now in this yeah. book. Um, so she shows up, Jude shows up at the party with Pardon on her arm, and Taryn's like, so what? Yeah, <laughs> I love that Taryn's like absolutely shocked and like pissed and jealous looking, but it's yeah. like, mm, mm-hmm. I got myself a prince, you got luck. <laughs> Even though it's not what this is, you don't know this exact moment. Yeah. I would be like, Pardon, just do me a favor and like, let's pretend, like, let, let, let's laugh, let's, let's flirt a little bit. Yeah. And he would be like, oh no, I would hate that. You know? <laughs> it feels like a little bit. My sister's real bad. Um, Here. He knows she yeah, is. He, he hates her too. So, anyway, yeah. everyone hates Taryn. So, anyway. Yep. So, and Maddox probably. So, they, they're at the, this is like high stakes shit at this little thing because they have a whole little plan uh, to essentially crown Cardin. But Cardin doesn't know that. Well, Cardin thinks it's true. Yeah. Crown well, lock. Crown lock. Oh, oh, blew it. Sorry, I blew it. <laughs> they know. They you know. should know. And if not, it's on you. But Locke yeah. doesn't get crowned. Thank God. Yeah. Um, totally. So, yeah, he thinks they're going to crown Oak. Oops. Yeah. Um, June poisons Maddox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's been taking all of this poison and she poisons both of their drinks. And then by the time, then he has a duel with her. But luckily, by the time they get to that, he's drugged up enough that he falls down yeah. and doesn't kill her. Um, because I don't think she would win. <laughs> she definitely underestimated how much he held back when they parted. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know why she thought he was giving it a full yeah. effort ever. But <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Uh, <laughs> she's like, oh no, he's gonna murder me. Oh, oh they got the poison. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> so they're poisoning him, and then they've had oak practice on how to like receive the crown right because yeah. he's supposed to get crowned yeah. what Karn doesn't know is that he will be crowned yeah so in the last moment Jude commands him to stay still for one minute when he's bent down yeah and then they have oak saunter his little chubby legs over yeah and crown him and I yeah. think Falcon's been like knocked out or something 
No, not, Falcon's got his hand pinned with a bolt to oh, yeah. the wall. Oh, that's right. It's a good shot, Falcon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot that goes on in the scene. There's yeah. a little explosion. Yeah. yeah, the bomb goes off first. And oh, and like Queen Orla is like, yeah, let's let this happen. Because I want to see what's going on here. <laughs> what's happening? What is this? What's going on on land? Yeah. Somewhat interesting. Yeah. Oh, and the Casey is there and she's all pissed off. Yeah. And Pardon tells her to stay away from him this evening. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so it's like a bunch of stuff. But at the end of the moment, the end of the night, the big thing that happens is that Oak crowns Pardon High King of Fairy. Yeah. <gasps> Jude <laughs> is in trouble. He is pissed. I also love her. I'm like, who's this little kid? Yeah. Who's this little guy coming up with that crown? And then they're like, oh. <laughs> 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 and he's like, and Connor's just like, yeah. <laughs> it's so sad because Carter's like whispering like the plan to Jude and he's, he's like, like, he's like, next step four. Yeah. Phase yeah. four. Phase four. And she's like, you still think we're on the same side. I was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet know. little naive Carter in this moment's like, oh, you yeah. know, and she's like, oh. <laughs> I'm doing it. And she's like, I'm doing something. Don't move for a minute. And he's like, oh shit. The power I gave her used against me. Oh my god. I felt like you just feel how betrayed he was in that moment. Oh. He was starting to have fun. Yeah. I feel like he was starting to be like, yeah. But he doesn't. And then he's like, oh shit, my friend sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> my friend is betraying me immediately. <laughs> I can't have good friends. <laughs> I don't know the least of what she could do. <laughs> but now I'm the king. So that's pretty much the end of that book. Yeah. Oh, um, Oak does get to go to the moral world with Fiddy. Yeah. Um, and we do know that Maddox is pissed when he wakes oh up from his like slumber yeah. and find out that he, he missed is. everything. <laughs> he missed his chance. Yeah. And um, Jude is now in the King's Palace, you know, mm-hmm. with her little room with not enough clothing. I'll pull that out there right now. Yeah. She packed way too late. <laughs> Which yeah. is just a thing. Which I mean, you're on the run, but still, like, yeah, she can't go back to a home. She's not going to be in that right house. Yeah. She is not allowed there. She's not yeah. welcome. Um, and yeah, Cardin's just kind of like, you're gonna be my central, and I'm gonna get drunk. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be a shit. King Basically, you're gonna do all the hard stuff for a whole year and a day. This yeah. is over. He's like, enjoy this whole year and a day because it's gonna go by pretty fast. Yeah. And then she's like, I don't have another plan. <laughs> she's like, oh, I'll have a plan in a year. And a half a day. Yeah. So how to get the person you just tricked into being the high king to trust you again. Mm-hmm. So you can trick them again. Yeah. yeah. Jude's in play. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So what do we all think about this first book? I liked it. I'm excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. It's going a lot of places. Yeah. It goes a lot of places. Does she make more dumb decisions? Yeah, oh yeah, at least yeah. one in each book. Make <laughs> dumb decisions. Yeah. Don't worry, she's not the only one. Okay. <laughs> Other people make stupid decisions too. Yeah. She's not alone. Yeah. You'll be like, why did you do that? And they're like, I don't know. And you're like, damn it. Yep. <laughs> like, why did you do that? I thought it was funny. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Oops. It's kind of funny though. <laughs> 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 but no, it was a really good. I liked it a lot, though. Yeah. I like the whole series, though. I'm excited to read the second one. So. Yes, the Wicked King. I can't ever decide which book is my favorite of the mm. three of them. No, they mm. all have their moments. 
they all have their moments. I mean, the story is progressing. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's more complex in different ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do. I cannot off the top of my head say which one I like the best either because each. I think the third one is my favorite. But it's also like the conclusion of the series. It is. Yeah. So it's kind of like. But also, I like things that happen during it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I like things that happen in all of them. I feel like I'll have to reread it to make my <laughs> feelings known. Like I remember key parts in the next two, but like. I know for those two I'm missing. Like this one, I think I remember more step by yes. step. But I have some for the next one, but the third one, I, you know. Yeah, reading them back, this one I was like, I couldn't believe it took so long to get to the coronation where everything goes horribly wrong. Yeah. Because I was like, in my mind, I'm like, book one, coronation goes back, card becomes like king. Book That's two. That's what it's about. You know? Yeah. We're on to book two. And I was reading it again. I'm like, oh my God. It's the dirt in the food. Okay, so it's- um, <laughs> you just hear it. Okay. We have a duel over him. He's not worth a duel. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vivi realized that uh, Jude isn't, uh, that she's a geese. Because yeah, now she, she can't be enchanted anymore. Because uh, Vivian tries to stop them when they're having their duel because she's afraid Jude's going to kill Darren. Yeah. Um, and she commands him to stop, and Taryn freezes, and Jude throws her sword. Almost kills her on accident. <laughs> and is like, what the hell, Vinny? And she's like, do you want to tell me why that didn't work, Jude? Yeah. And Jude's like, I guess my yeast still works. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. She finally is able to at least admit that she's a spy. Yeah, things. so she can talk about it. Finally. And she's lucky that it stayed. Yeah. yeah. I would really suck if, if that went away. Yeah. yeah. You know. And no one can command her now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. the one person I said is dead. She really left out with that party. Yeah. yeah. He did not. Whoops. She tried. <laughs> so, so that is that. Ta-da! Book one Yay. of the series. Join us for book two, Linking. Um, I would rate this a five. That's a four and a half. Yeah. I'm going to say four because I feel unresolved. It's yeah. fine. That gives us an average of four yeah. and a half. And it will feel more resolved than Yes, we will. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for joining us and we'll talk to you soon next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.